I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, internets, and welcome to what is actually for real, episode 464 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast slash show. If you tuned in live last week, you saw my computer take a literal dump on air, basically, as we stopped having the ability to stream anything but like a still single frame. It was delightful and wonderful, and I hated every moment of it, but... We are back. We are working. I have only dropped 200 frames, and that was when I very first started up the stream, so we seem to be safe. So welcome to the show. I'm Chris. Joining me today, the typical band of other sarcastic assholes. We'll start first with Mr. Anthony. Hello, I am a marshmallow, because I now live on a campfire. And also, the one, but not sadly not the only, because there are other folks with this name, <laughs> Mr. Willie Nelson. How do you drop 200 frames when you haven't even got up to 200 frames in total yet? He's special. I pretty much dropped frames when I first started. started the stream is what happened. And then it just stopped. So I haven't dropped any frames since I started the stream. Just messing with you. That's what happened. I don't so know what's going on, but I, I keep looking. Oh, if you guys are watching live, you keep seeing my eyes drift to the right. Well, in part, that's because the chat room's over there. But that's also because that's where my OBS monitor is, where I can check the status of the stream. And I can see that we are at 201 drop frames, and that hasn't moved. We've been live for 26 minutes almost, and we've been recording for two minutes. Which way is your right now? Is it that way? Behind you. Okay. That way. I am this way. And for those that are watching on video, I'm pointing to my right. As they are seeing it on screen, I am pointing to the left because of the nature of how cameras work. Due to the nature boy of how cameras work. The nature boy, man. Woo! Yeah. That dude will take a paycheck and he'll Yeah, have you seen his lifestyle? Oh, yeah. Did you see his most recent gig he's doing as a keynote speaker for a Donald Trump event? No, uh, I did yes. not. No. Uh, all the what I was talking about he'll was... He'll take his paycheck take anywhere. The, uh, Apparently. I was meaning um, he was... Uh, when he was on the wife swap, celebrity wife swap with and him and uh, Roddy Piper... Swap wives. And Ric Flair swaps wives like every three years, anyways. He just gets a new one. I was going to say, yeah, he just gets divorced. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. But I mean, all his money. But that show, you saw his lifestyle. Yeah. Like, holy Mm. shit. Ric Flair lives his gimmick. Oh, yeah. He's the. Go ahead. Styling and profiling. I meant the jet set, jet plane ride, and that's it. Limousine riding. I forget what all it was. Just stealing. Mm hmm. Son, Son of, a, of gun. a gun. All that noise. Yeah, he lives his gimmick, but when you're like, what, early 70s, it's kind of hard to be living that gimmick still, I think. Yeah. Let's just go talk about a little bit of wrestling. Did you hear about there's a new band word on WWE Network? There's multiple band words on WWE Well, there's Network. a new it, one, is what I'm saying. Is that new word AEW? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's not technically a word. It's what you can't mention. You can't mention the city you're in. Some you, have to, you have to say the region, pretty yeah. much. You're yeah, also well, not allowed to call it a championship belt or a well, strap. That, that's an old things one. like that. There's there's very the weird. They can't call it the strap like it used to be called in like the what 90s. They call it now? You can call it the belt. What do you call it? The, the championship? championship. That's it. I think is what they're allowed to call it. 
I why can they not call it the championship belt or the because strap? that makes it too much like wrestling and they're an entertainment company is my personal opinion uh, as to why they did that i don't understand their justification for it but it's fine watch your wrestling enjoy what you like we had really cool moments over the last couple of weeks we had AEW and smackdown head-to-head last week this saturday we had an impact pay-per-view and an AEW dynamite episode airing right right on top of each other there's been a lot of good wrestling right now just enjoy and like what you like there is uh uh band words on commentary that it actually makes sense and is actually pretty smart yeah like if you're on commentary you can't say like he she it like once you say the proper names so because if someone that goes like uh, i think i've heard a interview with jr saying like yeah the one thing vince told me that was good that it was actually smart was don't use those call him by name because what if someone got up and went go to the kitchen or something exactly. they hear like all you hear is like he slammed him he yep. who him who like yeah i mean I didn't see it. you'll hear him sometimes set up like oh my god oh my god stone cold i can't believe he just did that or something like that but you get the name first so yeah. you know that then who they're referencing it to as yeah, he exactly. or what that it is, is they threw thing. i like that that's the one smart band. You know, Jim Ross is a friggin' legend too of professional re- broadcasting <laughs> for wrestling. I mean, and he went to AEW. Yeah. I didn't know that. Till he is the lead commentator for AEW. He did also announce yeah, yesterday that he was he has a positive skin cancer diagnosis that he's working on figuring say, out. So Jr's had a rough go of it. Yeah. As of late. I was gonna say yeah, he was posting pictures of his ankle. Yeah, where he had, like they took a chunk of skin out. Yeah, he had. I think he had surgery. They said it was skin cancer once they did the biopsy. So he's figuring out what the next steps are. Freaking Jim Ross, man. Dude's had a tough, like, past five, six years. He's getting better? Basically, WWE let him go because of his stroke. Well, WWE let him go because he was old also as part of it. Yeah. Vince wanted fresh new people in there. Like Michael Cole. Michael Cole is uh, terrible. Okay, no. Yeah. Michael Cole is all right. The problem is he has Vince McMahon in his ear that never lets him let a moment breathe. Like, something happens. Yeah. And he has to be like, oh, my God, it's Sasha Banks. Oh, it's Sasha Banks. And you're like, just let the moment breathe, dude. You don't have to talk through the whole moment of them walking down the ramp and doing something. Let it breathe. Let's get the crowd reaction in there. Like, when CM Punk yeah. debuted on AEW, like, they introduced him. And that was it. You didn't hear the commentators talking. It was you heard the crowd and the interaction and occasionally they would chime in with something. So the moment could breathe. It's just a style thing. And the two companies do it very differently, which is let your commentators let a moment breathe. You don't have to have a constant stream of dialogue. Yeah. Like which, uh, yeah. It's just nonstop. Like us. Well, this is a different thing. We're not here as sports commentators, though. Or wrestling commentary. Well, we don't have Oh my god, he slammed him. (laughs) Oh my god, Willie Nelson coming with a steel chair. And coming down from the rafters, the real (laughs) Willie Nelson with a giant joint in his mouth and a sledgehammer. (laughs) Uh, That that would not be realistic. Because Willie Nelson stopped smoking. Well, it doesn't have to be real. We just need it for the imagery. I'm saying Willie Nelson stopped smoking. He'd be coming down with an edible instead. Okay. Because he takes edibles. He a, just jar a jar of gummies. A jar of gummies. He's throwing gummy bears at Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Herbal gummies. Watch out. They'll get you. They'll bite you. They'll oh my the God. teeth in you. He's doing Do the gummy bomb. The gummy bomb. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That don't sound bad. That's when he gets the dried out gummies that are no longer moist and flexible and throws them on the mat and then power bombs you on top of them. Ooh. So you get you have to fall on like gummies. Gummy thumbtacks. Yeah. 
That's the thumbtack analogy. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I'd go into a ring with thumbtacks if they're gummy thumbtacks. I gummy would, thumbtacks. I would never go, go in a ring with thumbtacks. Not quite so. Not quite so painful. It's it's okay. It I hear they're not that bad. bad. Like sure, that when they go in, it's like ah, but I hear like the most painful part is when you after the match when you're pulling them out. Yeah, <laughs> that is where the real pain is. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've seen recently that I thought was a cool variant of the thumbtacks is a. Uh, Brandon Cutler, before he changed his gimmicks, he was like this dragon D&D character was part of his gimmick. So he was doing a match that was the main event of one of the YouTube shows. And instead of throwing thumbtacks out, he threw a giant bag of dice out. Like various yep. dice, D20, Which meant D16. there were D4s. I was D4s. about to say D4s. Yeah. yeah. The Which, caltrops of the D&D yeah. yeah. world. The caltrops of dice. They're, they're, they're more dangerous than Legos. So they got power bombed <laughs> on a bag of dice that had been poured out in the ring. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Hopefully yeah, they're all D20s or d Didn't D100s. he hit um, Pretty uh, Peter Avalon. His, pretty, yeah, I was going to say Pretty Boy. He hit Pretty Peter Avalon on it. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, he dumped out a bag of role-playing dice. It's like, that now, is perfect. I do have a question. You said his gimmick was like a dragon from D&D? He, he came out like dressed as a dragon and stuff with cool flame yeah. effects and things like that. Okay, okay. But then, it's yeah, actually really his, cool. All of what his color shirts dragon? Red. Reddish, brown? It was always a red, it was always a red dragon? Yeah, yeah, it was a red dragon with a okay. gold belly. Okay. But yeah, then all of his t-shirts had dragons and like D&D references on them. And he was hosting for, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they had hosted like an AEW Dungeons and Dragons event that was Brandon yeah. Cutler hosting it. I think, I think they're too busy for it now as part of the reason. Like you don't even see them doing like their Sunday uh, Among Us games and stuff anymore like they used to do, which were kind of fun. But I guess they also spun off a lot of that stuff into their own AEW games channel where they're doing content with a bunch of the gamers on there and doing like tournaments and stuff. So like they just wrapped up a FIFA tournament with the entire roster. And I think uh, last one I saw was Evil Uno and Adam Cole playing Metroid. You say Luna? Evil Uno. Evil oh. Uno. I remember Luna. Yeah, not not. What was the last name? Is Luna? Lovegood. No. Tick. No. You know who I'm talking about, right? No. Yeah, I remember. Chick that came out with Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, oh God. Was... That's ages ago. Luna. The, yeah. It had a like, it had like, creepy. She was yeah. It's just a it was like mix something. Look. I think like McMahon, but not McMahon. It was um. McHogan Doss. Luna Vacon. V a c h o n. I don't know. I guess I was wrong. I guess the McMahon, but Vaughn, man, uh, uh, I guess that would have threw me off. I don't know. This has been a nice trip down a uh, professional wrestling lane. Willie, are you, mean, you starting to watch some pro wrestling again? No, probably not. No, you don't want to be. You don't want to <laughs> join the cult. The Cult of Personality? CM Punk's ring. That's the song. Ring. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's CM entrance. Punk's ring entrance. Who does that song again? Living Color. Yeah, it's in it. Living color. Yeah. In Living Color, you can do wrong, what you Wrong in Living Color. Do. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong in, in Living, living color. color. I'm a fly girl, bitch. Let me jam. It was funny, though. And then I'll move you on to another topic. Is not a fly girl. When, when CM Punk was coming <laughs> into professional wrestling, he's friends with the guys in Living Color. At, the band Living Color. Let me rephrase so we're not confusing Willie there. There you go. Uh, so they called him and go, hey, some company's trying to get the rights to Cult of Personality. We're going to tell them to F off unless it's you. And he's like, no, no, it's me. I'm coming back. So like they were actually looking out for it. They're like, we're not going to let nice. anyone use it but you. <laughs> Just like Rancid's only letting uh, Ruby Soho use the Ruby Soho song because they're fans. Yeah. Which I think is which cool. Is yeah, it's kind of awesome when yeah a wrestler picks up a song not just because like they want it as their song, but like it's a band they're a fan of. It's well, music they like, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, 
this song gets me pumped and I want to come out to it at a professional event. And the band's like, cool. Here's where this this one gets better. Uh, She got fired from WWE. She was Ruby Riot in the WWE. And she was doing a podcast that Lars, like like one of the band members of uh, Rancid was on. And they were asking her, hey, what kind of name are you looking at going by? She goes, well, I want to keep Ruby. She goes, I really like that name. And part of why I took that name was because I really like the song Ruby Soho. And the guy from Rancid looks down at his phone and goes, why don't you just use Ruby Soho? All I have to do is make like three calls and the name is yours and you can have the song for whatever you want. So like because the guy in Rancid was a fan of hers, he basically said, yeah, use the name Ruby Soho in our song. That's pretty cool. And if you're a fan and that's part of your... Why you named your character that? You've got to be sitting like, oh my god, yeah. this is amazing! And it was pretty cool watching her freak out on this live podcast as this was offered to her. She's like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, especially for them to like do it like as they're doing a podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I've always thought about what if you guys had walkout music, what would it be? Ooh. And if your character was named after a song, the song that you used to, hmm, hmm, I would be the real American hero. You could use Hogan's song. Cause fuck him, I'm making it better. God damn it! Wow, that's fair. Good luck with that gimmick, dear log. Oy, no, no, I'm not oy, using oy. his gimmick. I'm using the oh, name. If you're real gimmick, American hero, is you're the real American hero, and you're gonna come out to Hogan's song. And I'm gonna be tolerant of every goddamn body, cause that's how you be the real American goddamn hero. You hear me, you racist fuck? Shit. Okay, this this might actually be a workable gimmick now. So what is this? <laughs> SJW Hogan is what he's doing. I don't even know what the fuck you just said, little kid. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yep, that's, that's what they would call it. That's what they'd call it for sure. Say your prayers or whatever thing you do to get spiritually sound and eat your vitamins, but only if you're cool with eating Pray vitamins. Pray to whatever God you do or do not believe in. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm still taking you to hell. Whatever hell you believe in. Because he's a real American hero. Oh, that's and awesome. if, if hell's the real hell's on earth, then I'm taking you there. There you go. As long <laughs> as you got a destination, right? That's the oh. key. What about key. you, Chris? God, I don't honestly know. Um, this is hard. I haven't really put a ton of thought into it either, to be fair. Mm, fair enough. Ultra Mega by Power Man 5000. And plus, you got to like Rick Derringer. He's fucking awesome. This is the tough. guy who wrote the song "A Real American Hero." So okay. the song "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo." So I'm gonna cop out and say <laughs> I want Mikey Ruckus. Was don't we? I'm gonna cop out and say I want Mikey Ruckus to write me an original track if I had walkout music, like he's done for a bunch of the AEW wrestlers now. Okay, that works. let's be honest, that the Adam Cole theme song fucking kicks. Adam Cole, baby. baby. <laughs> that went like number one of the metal chart in iTunes once they re- released it, because it's all about the boom. That does not surprise me. All right, all right. Without the gimmick and without the jokes, what song would I like? This is going to be a basic bitch, uh, pretty much choice, but New Divide by Linkin Park. Okay. Yeah, I think mm, that was the yeah. song that came out with... Linkin Park's Dark, got some good, the, got the good Dark, solid beat. Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the fuck that was called. The second one? No, the third, third one? Second one? You mean Transformers? Dark yeah, Transformers. of the Moon? Dark of the Moon. Dark yeah. of the Moon. It's the song that came out with that. So if you start Divide, talking about like Dark Park. Side of the Moon, then we're thinking Pink Floyd because we're old. Oh, man. You should just come out to Pink Floyd money and do your own like uh, Million Dollar Man type gimmick. A guy named Willie Nelson who does a Million Dollar Man type <laughs> gimmick? That would be funny. <laughs> Cash Money Willie. He's going to get his custom title belt that's both a dollar sign and a marijuana leaf. <laughs> there you go. See? 
And I'd, I'd straight steal uh, Helms's gimmick and just come out as a superhero to Ultra Mega by Power Man 5000. Wait, Ultra Mega is a great fucking song. I don't remember that one. Yeah, uh, YouTube. You do it, know, it's, it's good. You do know who the lead singer of Power Man 5000 is, though, don't you? Yes, his name is Spider Straker. He's Rob Straker's little brother. Rob Straker is also known as Rob Zombie. There you go. And I, I did not know. It, I was like, that's Rob Zombie's no. little brother? And when yes. I found out all that out, I was very impressed for the simple fact that it is he still does not go by his real name. He still goes by Spider One or Spider Straker. He is Rob Zombie's little brother. They did not allow that information to be publicly known until over 10 years after White Zombie was a thing and Rob Zombie was making his music. But Power Man 5000 was a band for over 10 years before White Zombie. So he did not use any of his brother's fame to try to actually get his band built up, which I think is kind of cool. That is cool. He's like, no, we're going to keep doing our comic book thing. Because it really is like you look at them as brothers and really it's Rob Zombie was the horror fan and Spider was the comic book fan. Like those two kids are, they are very into what they are into, but they are into very different things. Man, you would be surprised at how many people do not remember uh, when worlds collide. How do you how How are you my age and not I mean, know I that song? That. How? How? Oh, that song how? hit big. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was Tonight the Stars Revolt, Supernova Goes Pop, When Worlds Collide. Yeah, the, and the video. Yeah, the video for When Worlds Collide was huge. Oh, I remember that one, TRL. I'll watch it. Thank yeah. you, Carson Daly, for showing me that. So yeah, that I, was yeah, that was their first time on MTV, if I remember correctly. I'm gonna take Willie's real American joke gimmick. I'm gonna flip it on his head, and I'm coming out to Team America's America. Fuck yeah, as the gimmick uh, <laughs> over the top nice. <laughs> asshole Wait, American gonna, who thinks they're on top. Are you gonna be a puppet? Yeah. Are they gonna like do makeup like joints and stuff? So you have like puppet joints? I don't know about that, but I guess you could <laughs> oh, have puppets. Those kind of joints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was you so just use for a second. So we'll yeah, have. No, act- Team America yep. versus real American. There you my go. My character takes on Willie. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then anytime a, a Team America loses, they play the sad version of the Team America song from the movie. Like when everything gets blown up. There you go. <laughs> so as they're there walking back up the ramp, the sad yeah. version plays. You have sad music on a, on a loss. That's awesome. Or this would never be allowed to do it. Uh, you could go the Marvel Comics route. And you come out to the Marvel Studios intro each time, but you come out dressed like a different superhero. Oh, that would be nice. But MCU only? I think you could start that way, but eventually you'd run out of stuff until you started repeating things. Mm, I don't know. I own the the Marvel catalogs, the ones that they sent to comic book stores back in the day. If you did a weekly show, you could come out to a new character for a about 40 years yeah. and never repeat. Well, and the interesting thing would be, depending on whether <laughs> you're saying, a heel or a face. If you do face, all of them, there's a lot of characters. <laughs> and you could change your heel or face affiliation from week to week. It could be, oh, this week he comes out yeah. as Cyclops. This week he's Doctor Doom. Something Hell like right that. Now. <laughs> we don't need another big show incident where they keep flip-flopping on them every single fucking week. That's, that that causes wrong. whiplash, my man. You're not wrong. Big show. And a whiplash should only happen when I do it in the ring to you. Whiplash is Iron Man villain. I'll come out as him. Because Willie's a real American. <laughs> he fights for the rights of every man and woman or whatever gender you identify as or not identify as. Come out with the with uh, Ameri- a... half of an American flag. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of text American to put that flag. on a t-shirt. Half of it's the rainbow flag. Let's go. All-inclusive, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the all-inclusive American. Uh, Goddamn uh, right. All right. 
Melting pot. My, I'll come out with an actual melting pot. His it's finishing like melted steel. I'll come with one of those like you know welding gloves, just holding a fucking pot, just melting as I walk down. Willie's finishing move will be called the melting pot when he Ooh, comes out go. like that. Mm. I gotta do like a spin thing, you know, because why not? Yeah, you just spin him around. I just figured you hit him. him with the Ellis Island leg drop. Is it just a leg drop? Yeah, <laughs> you just call it something different. Yeah, the problem <laughs> with those leg drops is they'll fuck you up over time. And then yeah. all my, I'll have just signature moves all over the place. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, you know what this means? What's that? You guys, have, have you guys watched uh, My Hero Academia at all? No. The first episode. That's all. I, I, I would be All Might. Because all his moves are named after American cities or states. Mm. United States of Smash! He also has Wait, the Carolina Crusher! Smash. Who's smashing? Smashing right there. <laughs> he also has the Carolina, he has the Detroit Smash. It, all of his moves, all his like his like heavy hitting moves are named after like American cities because he's the American that came. He's in Japan. Nice. But, yeah. Oh, I like this. I like Starbucks. I like those little frappuccino drinks. And having a fantastic girlfriend that runs the coffee shop while you're doing your podcast and brings back oh. treats. Well, oh, wants candy and coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what I got here. Is I got a cup of sugar with some coffee in it. Hell yeah. I like my sugar with coffee. No, I like my sh- yeah, I like my sugar with coffee and cream. Mm-hmm. I just want a cold brew coffee right I now. I always love that line. I have always loved that because that's how like ever, ever since I heard like yeah, that's how I like my coffee because I have to add t- way too much sugar to it. So what's the point of even do drinking this? I probably no- probably drink normally, more sugar in this cup of coffee than I am a soda can. So what the fuck normally yeah, that? I've got this is just black coffee. This is a big mug of black coffee. Yeah, like you like my bubble, Willie. My Bubba keg. You want me to look at your Bubba keg and write it for you? <laughs> I just Dude, showed you. you, my, you I have to I charge you, you my Bubba keg on camera. I'll show you charge you extra for that to rate it. This is an OnlyFans motherfucker now. I got a, I got a sweet Bubba keg. Yeah, what? I okay. I'm sorry, this is a tangent, but I've always seen that. We're like, uh, like, like OnlyFans advertisements, and they'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, dick ratings for an extra little price, like. What? People Why? got their, their thing, man. People got their thing. Here's my dick. Oh, that's a nice dick. That'd be 28 bucks. No, I mean, uh-huh. do, you, do you really think they're going to be like, that's a <laughs> shitty looking dick when you send that in? No, because they want you to keep no. paying for things. And if they're like, that's they a shitty money. looking yeah. penis, they'll uh, be like, fuck you. I'm not paying for this anymore. But why would they pay extra uh-huh. if they know they got a shitty ass small dick? It's a weird kink for some people or something. I don't know. I don't, under- I don't understand well, why well, anyone why would do. be like, here, let me give you money so you can rate the appearance of my penis. What? Yeah, it, I've never understood that one. It's, it's oh, wow. One. That's a veiny motherfucker you got there. Good for you. Wow, Damn you should go see crooked. the doctor. It's not supposed to do that. I mean, <laughs> oh, let's see if I remember that damn thing's crooked. What have you been doing? Meat fucking around corners? Yeah, oh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. in all fairness, I haven't seen Porky, Porky. since like 1984, yeah. but I, I was DVD. trying to remember the line. It's, it's a funny movie. <laughs> That's one of the first movies I saw when I was a kid. I should not have been seeing that movie. No, no, yeah, no. I, I think all. my I think my babysitter rented that one night when I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a comedy. It's like, well, I mean, it's a comedy, but it's yeah, rated it's, R it, comedy. It's but... a rated R comedy. Uh, rated R back in the day when they could go further with the R. Yeah. Yarg, yeah. indeed. I think Yarg, I, I think yeah. I even heard an hard R in the movie too. I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> you sure. You know what I mean? That'd be an NC-17 right now. I don't think they could even get an R rating for that for fucking Porkies. Hey guys, guys, you know why pirates are the most racist people? 
Because he used hard R's. R's. Mm. It's so stupid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I fucking love it because it's so stupid. Willie, stupid. I think you're just you stupid. Oh, I'll agree with that all day long. <laughs> I agree with Naki. Uh, thanks, Naki. We're glad you're here in spirit still. Indeed. All Indeed. Right. If we have a little bit of time, I have. I had a thought, and I thought it was a really good thought. I doubt it. For a story basis. Uh, no, it was an epiphany <laughs> moment. Were you pooping? Because um, that's no, when a lot of epiphanies home. happen. I was driving home and not pooping myself. <laughs> uh, he knew the follow-up question I was going to ask. Yep. What are you, were you pooping while you were driving? <laughs> yeah, I know. I fixed that beforehand. We're still taking time to talk about it. So I, uh, so I thought yeah, the first lines out of this whole story is, uh, I'm you, but you're not me. And this is how we go from here. Uh, it's like the uh, idea is like a uh, a person had their split personality. They had like they actually had a like another personality take over for them. Like something happened and boom, they're just now this new personality. Who knows they're the new personality? And they're like, huh? Just. But here's the kicker: the subject of the pre- pre- previous person is the person. Uh, inter- uh, reading it or watching it, it is you in all intents and purposes. Like think of like this as a book form. Like you, like you are technically a star, but it's about the new the person taking over your body now, not new person, but the new personality that, that you somehow created and is going through and is just going through and changing. So like you know stuff like that. It's an idea. I'm not trying to go there, but I like that little first part of the where the idea is you know. You're the main character, but it's not you. Here's the problem. You just gave that away for free on the internet for someone to steal. I don't care. Nah. You, you do the work and work for it. And hell, I'll be happy that it gets out there. It means I did something that was good. It was good enough for someone to steal from me. Yeah, that is a goal. Willie, I think you should take that premise and make your own choose your own adventure. Ooh. That I could be so You would be making yeah. choices. It would be your yeah. other personality. You would be your own other personality when it thinks it's you. <laughs> it's being taken over you. It's a whole fucking mind. And then fuck. here's where you make it even tri- trippier: is maybe you make this an online interactive thing. And when you get to a certain point, it is your personality is no longer in control, so someone else takes over the story until you get it back and you get to watch it develop. I like someone else starts making the decisions as you're watching. Yeah, that'd be funny. Like you lose control like, yeah. until you're the dominant oh, personality. Like, uh, again. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Black Mirror. Uh, the uh, the one where the choose your own adventure. Band- did, did they do that in Black Mirror? I haven't Cooch. seen it. Bandercooch or whatever it was. Yeah, the it had the weird name. It was yeah the choose your own adventure Black Mirror movie on Netflix. Yeah, it had the uh, Adam which, Warlock was in it. That's yeah, right. uh, Will Porter. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually it was pretty good because yeah, actually I went through it I think twice, and yeah, like the different decisions you made, like it definitely changed his day. It was funky. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. uh, Dis- dissociative identity disorder, choose your own adventure. Like that's that'd be trippy. That's, but uh, how how'd you guys like that first line? The, I'm song. you, but you're, but you're not, not me. me. Yeah, and here's how we go forward. I'm trying to remember. There was one show that I saw where I can't remember, but it was that's awesome like, where the guy would record a video at the end of each day. And it was like each personality controlled the body for 12 hours. So like the guy would go throughout his day and then record a video and then he would fall asleep. And when his other half woke up, they would watch the video that the other person left them. And it was just basically yeah, this sounds a character swapping back remember. and forth. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw that, but I know I saw it. It was kind of cool because it was, yeah, using like the tech 
you know, new age tech to leave messages instead of like leaving notes, but he was leaving videos for himself every day as like one took over the body. It was a crazy ass show. So Willie, when, when are you going to write this disassociative identity disorder? Ch- oh, I'm not going to write it. I'm going to let the other guy in there write it. When's the other guy going to write it? Hmm. I don't fucking know. He's probably just lazy as I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why'd you create another you? You're supposed to create another personality that actually helps. That's the whole point of dissociative identity disorder is the other yeah. I, the other personalities are helpful. I'm sorry. The whole reason I want another personality is because I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Something else I failed in. Thanks for reminding me, Bachman. You're welcome. You failed at making You're his welcome. alternative identity now. Jeez. No, I failed making him actually useful. <laughs> I have 14 personalities. They're all lazy Netflix watchers. <laughs> oh, shit. Richard Bachman really does suck. Yeah. <laughs> no, one of them watches Hulu. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I prefer Hulu over Netflix anyway. You know, but that's why the other 13 are failures, because they prefer Netflix, and you prefer Hulu. <laughs> Sometimes I question why I still have Netflix. There's times now Squid where I go, game. I can probably turn this off because there hasn't been anything new I want to watch. But then I see something new coming and go, oh, I want to see that. Like the new, uh, what was it? The Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot movie that comes out next month. Oh, yeah. The new spy film. Yeah. Oh, that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's a Netflix okay. movie. Yeah. I don't know that. Red Notice. Yeah, I think that's it. It sounds right. Yeah. It does look really funny. Is it in the Red Universe? No. The Retired Extremely Dangerous? No. No, I think yeah, it just happens to be just the just happens to have red in the title. Because they, the uh, last trailer they mentioned something about he got a red note. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of Bruce Willis and red, uh, I came up with an uh, epiphany the other day. Like Bruce Willis, he suffers from the John Wayne effect, where he doesn't play a character; he's just Bruce Willis in everything he plays. Like John Wayne, John Wayne never played a yeah. character. He was just John Nowadays, Wayne. when Bruce Willis was doing comedies and stuff like that, I don't think that was the case. Yeah. That was Bruce Willis. That was what he thought he was. Or is. What I don't know. You know what I mean. You know that's what he thought. Look at you look look at Bruno. Are you really gonna tell me Bruno? He didn't see himself as a fucking musician, as a blues singer. I never saw Bruno. Oh no, Bruno no, I'm talking about the character that Bruce Willis was when he had a singing career. Yeah. Because oh. he didn't he didn't that was album. Bruno. Yeah, you yeah. did now. Back in the eighties, I guess was, during was that during yeah. Moonstruck, Moonlighting, Moonlighting. Yeah, was it? Sorry, who cares? Was was any that good? Who cares? It had Sybil Shepherd in it. Actually, Moonlighting was great because it was like the best. Will they? Won't they? On television until they fucked it up and did the. They will. They will. <laughs> that the dynamic yeah. always changes when they get to the. They will, mm-hmm. and very few can actually pull it off. But people actually want to see that happen. Sure, but that's why you do it for four seasons. You never give the people what they want, and then you just cancel the show. That's why you know the clock starts ticking as soon as you get to the they will. You're like, okay, we got like a season left. Yeah, because I mean, that's you know, it's a setup for Cheers. It's a setup for Moonlighting. It's a setup for Bones. It's a setup for X Files. Your mother. Well, I mean, that one isn't a will yeah, they won't they. Is... That's literally like there's the start. The name of the show says they will. It's just a question of what the movie. character. You was. saw Hulu's got How I Met Your Father coming as an exclusive there, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, y'all great. Something else I'm not going to watch because it's shitty. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't care about the shit it was based on. Made no sense. It was well, I don't think they're bringing any characters from How I Met Your Mother. I think they're just using the same premise of, hey, this is a long story we're going to tell about How I Met Your Father. 
I mean, how eight. long? How many seasons did that go with all those one note characters? Eight. I think eight. Yeah. One note. Every last one of them had one goddamn note. They always hit on. That's it. I will say there was oh. a strong emotional moment when uh, what's his nuts dad died. Jason Siegel. Yeah, character. when his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Marshall's father dies, that was that was pretty good. I will give them that. Hey, if I see something out, good, I will. We are not allowed to complain about how I met your mother. You know why? Because it gave us Cobra Kai. It reinvigorated the love for Will Zabsik and the talk about him not being the villain in that movie because that was what Barney was all about. Was that Ralph Macchio was the villain. Barney was the worst one on that shit. Yeah, but his character was all about the Karate Kid was the villain in the Karate Kid. They hit that point hard in that show. Nothing against Doogie Howser. Nothing against him. It wasn't. He didn't write the character. No, I thought he was hilarious. He was fucking legend. No, there's only one person who's legendary, and that's Dairy, motherfucker. He's legend Dairy. When you it's guys, a letter Kenny, it's a letter Kenny reference. He smells like a barn. When you guys want to open a bar no. called Puzzles? No, I don't use I don't Puzzles. use cologne. I use uh, <laughs> banana boat sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to get away from drinking. No, that is a bar is the last thing I want to do. Yeah. Sorry, that was a How I Met Your Mother uh, reference. Brute and stuff like that. I love that. I've seen a bunch of it, but I've not seen all of it. I really enjoyed it until the last season. I was like, the fuck you guys doing stretching this all out like this? And then the finale sucked, I thought. What form were you watching where they're stretching it all out? (laughs) Oh, you never see the one where the guy's head goes? No. No. No, you're fired. No. 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 Stop it. Oh, you want to talk about Mr. Hand? No. Stop it. This guy's creepy. Stop it a lot. It just had to be said. Uh-huh. Now that we've uh, delayed that, why don't we shift on in? Hit the button. To the news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week that part of the show where we run down was in our minds some of those interesting geeky and or nerdy news we've popped up here recently and share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date i'll go first and i guess in pre-show i don't think i'm gonna get an epic willy rant out of this but we're gonna talk about rockstar and grand theft auto you guys like grand theft auto right nope never have wow Willie, you like grand uh, theft auto right my first grand theft auto i believe was vice city I enjoyed the fuck out of it. The Mine music. was one of the top down ones. Oh, uh, 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 the, um, oh, oh, it was a remake of two. Okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about the, uh, the, uh, was it not Liberty City Stories? It was called, oh, I know. China, China, Chinatown Wars or yeah. something like that. My, yeah, my that, Grand oh, Theft Auto, PS, my Grand Theft Auto was a game on PS2 called Driver. I mean, I fucking loved that game. And then Grand Driver Theft Auto stole their 2. game engine. Both of them. I like both of them. I mean, but to be fair, Saints Row is more fun than... Fair we enough. are kind of going there. Saints Row reboot. It's going to be awesome, I hope. Is it a reboot or is it just a whole nother game? It's a whole nother game that's kind of set in the same over-the-top world, I think. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're talking about Rockstar Games and GTA. Because we know you guys like GTA. So we know you guys would love to get GTA 6. But you're not getting what that's you are getting. that will never exist. Yeah, at this point, it seems like... You'll be getting Grand Theft Auto's remastered trilogy coming soon. This is GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas coming digitally to platforms on November 11th. 
with a physical release on December 7th. This was announced this last Friday. It is supposedly more than just a repackaging. The updated version will feature new aiming and shooting controls, modeled after that of the current GTA games. They will also feature the later game's weapons and radio station wheels, as well as an improved mini-map that allows players... Supposedly, these updated games were worked by Grove Street Games, who have ported many of Rockstar's other titles to iOS. Rockstar also promised updated character and vehicle models, new weather system, and a suite of graphical improvements and resolution updates. If you want to play on the Switch, you will also get gyro aiming controls and touch... So my question is, how many years has it been since Rockstar released a new game? New game? Well, Red Dead 2 just came out, what, two years ago? Okay, so so they do the Red Deads as well. Yeah, so, okay, when was the last time they released a new Grand Theft Auto? Two generations ago? 2011. I think so. So No, 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 no. So the PS... So PS3? PS3, Xbox 360. <laughs> Willie's kitty friend has come to visit. Hey. He has an amulet. Yeah, it's my new kitty amulet. She's now internet famous. People love cats on the internet, so you've got to have right, her. Let's not mess this with is, the microphone. Kitty. This is true. <laughs> Get that microphone. Get it. Get it. You're the ones that have to hear it. I can't hear it. Yeah, so GTA the Trilogy, the definitive edition, will come digitally to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series devices, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC on November 11th. The physical versions will drop for PS4, Xbox platforms, and Switch on December 7th. They have also announced that GTA San Andreas, the definitive edition, will hit Xbox Game Pass on November 11th. And I believe it is... Which one is it's coming to PS now, Willie? Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto 3 will be on PS if now. If I heard correctly. And remember correctly, which is... Yeah, I mean, for, from my point of view, I never actually played San Andreas. My roommate had it and played it a lot, and I would watch my roommate play it and have laughs over it. But I don't think it came out on Xbox until later. It wasn't like a launch title. It came first to PS3 or Sony and then eventually came to Xbox or something like that. I can't remember. There was a reason I didn't have it. I just can't remember what it is. But I've, I've watched it play, be played rather, so I'm looking forward to trying it myself. Since it's part of Game Pass, why not? Yeah, maybe they ever put it on. You know, they put a Grand Theft Auto on the PlayStation Plus game of the month. I that I might play it, but that's about the only way that would happen. I mean, I'll be honest with this news story. I was kind of ready to crap all over it at first when I just read the headline because I just saw it on Twitter originally that oh they're doing remastered editions of these games and I was like oh mother effer why the hell are they doing it? Then I went and read and I went oh this actually kind of sounds like a remaster done right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's a cash grab also because it's a GTA game, but like. <laughs> They're updating the controls to be what the modern controls are. They're updating the camera controls because some of the things that were rough in those games were the controls aiming. sucked and aiming guns aiming. sucked. Uh, uh, what was it, guys? Uh, did, uh, shoot, I had something. <laughs> the aiming you. threw me off all completely. You have oh, nothing. Geez, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that's what jumbled it. Jesus yeah. Christ, I had something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my favorite memory is just uh, driving down Vice City. The radio. Yeah. I I don't know if any of you had any of the albums, but I had the rock album from uh, Vice City. I didn't have it, but I remembered that they sold like all these different albums that were the different Vice City stations and stuff like that. And then here's my question. Like, here was the big problem with the releasing all three of these in one thing. So they went out and they got the rights again for all those games again. 
I assume the they haven't said anything. Are they anything. adding in any, I wonder? Nothing in this article that I referenced on Polygon.com mentioned anything about the music changing or being added to. Now, I can try mm-hmm. and find some info on that. When we, but my guess is they would have to have renewed those licenses. And it's going to be a... Yeah. I hope they put a streamer mode in for those folks who like to play on Twitch. Because they're going to get copyright strikes out the ass with the music that's on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or they're going to have to turn the radio off. Oh, I wonder... Yeah. I've noticed uh, when you save video, uh, like footage that you... like Or you know, game footage that you've been playing, you can save back. I had that problem when I made all the Overwatch characters in the uh, one of the wrestling game, WWE games. I forget which one it was. 2K17. Doesn't matter. When you record record it from that it doesn't matter who it is what music it is it will not save the music all the crowd sound effects are still Mm. playing but only on the video playback that music is not there so somehow it's encoded where it will it's there when you're playing it the video but yeah if from if from when you save the video from the onto the hard drive that you've been playing it will not save it i'm assuming it's the same for xbox probably Uh, yeah, because like, why would they just do it for just the PlayStation? That makes sense. It's probably so, how they implemented the clip sharing feature in that game, which was to remove copyrighted music out of it. Yeah, now I'm assuming you can't do that when streaming, like because it doesn't know if you're streaming or not when you're just playing so, the game. My understanding of streaming practices, there's a few different things. A lot of games have implemented a streamer mode now, where if yeah. you go and turn that on, it will put uh, copyright safe music in place of what they've originally put in the game. So that you can do that. Because I remember I'd seen some games where they came out and went, hey, we're issuing a patch tomorrow. But if you're a Twitch streamer, you need to be careful because something got past us that's not copyright safe. It's in the copyright safe mode. I can't remember what game that was. Yeah. I, I think it was a, it was a big deal on a cyberpunk. Yeah, that it might had the, cyberpunk. The streamer, it had streamer mode where it's like, no, we're specifically putting music in here that you can play the game live and nothing will get copyright stricken because it's going to play a different version of music that you don't have to worry about your videos getting pulled down or your Twitch channel being pulled down. And I remember no. there was another podcast that was talking about it. I can't remember what podcast it was, but like they play audio clips from stuff and Twitch caught it when they were streaming live. And when Twitch caught it, like it just blanked out five minutes of audio on their recording. Like it couldn't really mm-hmm. tell where the music started and ended. So like the recording, the live version went out, but what was recorded on the servers just had five minutes of no audio in that place. Twitch seems like so fucking up. Well, yes and no. I mean, who's going to get sued for having that content on there? Get the DMCA takedown. It's not necessarily going to be the user. It's going to be Twitch that gets that notice. So I guess it's more of them being proactive to prevent that. What we get into now is as streaming becomes more and more of a common thing for video games, you need a streamer mode or a streaming well, mode on there that makes. It well, sense. I said that for one reason: the Twitch is fucking up because. I've noticed when I've been streaming out recently that what is the one thing Twitch does? They show streaming content. Yes. That's the one fucking thing you do. Well, Why is there more lag in Twitch than on YouTube streaming? It depends Why? on how you have you your stuff configured. One, one fucking thing. It shouldn't <laughs> matter. It just shouldn't matter at all. That's the one thing you do. You do it well or you don't fucking do it at all. <laughs> well, I mean, you should probably check your Twitch settings to see whether you have low latency. Let's hear son of a bitch. I'm saying shit angrily in a way that you should understand that I'm right. No, I understand. He but, doesn't want a logical answer. But He doesn't want the problem to be solved. This he is wants some, a bitch. This is something we've actually run into when we were doing the Gunna Geek show, which was Steven was multi-streaming it out to YouTube and to Twitch. 
And more often than not, Twitch was ahead of YouTube because we didn't have YouTube configured for the low latency stream, which means that there's not much of a buffer on there. So if something Fs up, then people just get a spinning screen instead of having buffered content in there. So how do I do it on the console level? You probably have to go into your Twitch account and enable it through the website or something like that. I, I did it for my account at one point in time. I can't remember how I did it. And then I know yeah, I've that's... also connected to their server that's supposed to be like the low latency server also. So like, for instance, this show that we stream on Twitch.tv, I think it's only like a 10 or 12 second lag on the high latency server. It might be less by now. I haven't paid attention to it much lately. Plus, I'm pretty sure in the PS4, when you have where you set up your uh, streaming, it has options for going yeah, in and changing the cool. bandwidth or making it auto. Because I think you can switch it to auto where it will automatically lower or raise your your bandwidth depending on your internet connection at the time. I ain't messed with it in a while, but I remember that being in there. Yeah, uh, you would probably have to go look at your Twitch streaming settings and your Twitch account and however your setup is on PlayStation. Because I've never actually live streamed from my PlayStation, so I don't know how it's set up. I've live streamed from my Xbox, but... I mean, how do you think I've played Jackbox there? Right, right. I, yeah. I know, that's how you do it. But other people will do it through capture cards out to a PC and stuff like that. There's a variety of ways to stream this content out. El gato. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But uh, back to Grand Theft Auto. What, what, what else did you have on Grand Theft Auto? That you Nothing. There's no news. There's never any news. No, Go I mean, buy five. Uh, no, we can talk about like the style, uh, look, the look of it, how they changed it a little bit. Yeah, it looks I'm like not, they updated I don't the mind graphics. It, at all. it looks fine. Yeah, it's yeah, more it modern. Really looking. fine. Uh, or I, the way they kind of went, kind of cartoony with it. I wonder if they fixed the. I don't know if it was a bug or the unintentional side effect. I think it was in Vice City that if you had a tank. And you were driving, and you just pivoted the turret behind you and started firing. It basically acted like a boost. Yeah, that time did that all the damn time. Yeah, I did it all the time. The, I wonder if they it's fixed that. It's not the tank. It's not the tank. It's the white rhino. Get it right. Sorry, my apologies. Are those man. guys trying to fly that tank? You can. Yes, sir. I believe they are. Technically, not flying it. <laughs> we're making it hover intermittently. Yeah. In A team, they were maneuvering it. In A team, they were maneuvering it through the sky. Right. I call that as I call that flying. Well, I've never seen that. <laughs> and I want to, but I well, you're sad. To it yet? The A team movie's fun. You should watch it. Fuck the yeah, it is. You want to? I want to see it. It's just I, just I haven't gotten love it when a plan comes together. I a really plan? wish they'd made more. I don't understand why it didn't click because it was just a fun popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why. Because yeah, I mean, Rampage wasn't doing anything. But, I mean, I guess, you know, Liam Neeson had to go make nine more movies where family members got kidnapped or killed. How those movies get worse as they went? The Taken series. I only saw the first two. I never watched any past there. Yeah, there's only three. I um, thought there were least, four. Unless, are there four now? I, I think know. the fourth I, one's like his son. Yeah. Oh, because I got the trilogy. And then they did the TV with, show. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, then they did the TV Look, show. If it comes to me wanting to watch show? an action movie right now, I'm watching the John Wick movies right now. That's my go-to. Those are good. Those are very. Although good. I don't care about the prequel on Stars now. First one's better. I'm going to say right now, Jack uh, John Wick one, best. I think John Wick two, but that's fine. You just can't get. I can't get over. It doesn't have the uh, same emotional impact. As but they, that first. they had the cool homage to Enter the Dragon in John Wick two, which I thought was cool. When uh, they're fighting fair. in the Hall of Mirrors. True. That's fine. But still, but also I, I love Mark DeCascos in Part Three, where he's a fan of John Wick, but still yeah. has to try to kill him. Like, I that mean, shit was just hilarious. And I love Mark DeCascos. He's great. Side note, you guys did see who, their cat, who they cast in the lead role for the Continental spinoff, right? 
the prequel. Mm-mm. Mel Gibson in the title role for that. So I was like, well, I'm out. So he's playing Ian McShane's character? I don't know who he's playing. But whatever this Continental spinoff is, it's supposed to be kind of a prequel to all the John Wick things. It's now Mel well, Gibson I mean, is the title character. We know Mel Gibson wouldn't be playing a young John Wick. Yeah, I just don't want to watch anti-Semitic <laughs> Mel Gibson get a cool role. I'll be honest. Fair enough, sure. Fair enough Sugar Tits. Do you fair know enough. that? He's never really apologized for it. So Fair enough. That's more fair. I mean, I saw a good movie with him and Vince Vaughn. And let me rephrase. He apologized, recently. but as I recall, it was an apology that was more of, I'm sorry if you were offended. apology. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry you were offended, not that I'm sorry I did it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, a cool property like that that's in a cool universe that's actually been pretty good about including people of different backgrounds, genders, ethnicities, things like that. I was like, yeah, why I would you do this to yourself? I don't understand anti-Semitic. Like, why do people hate Jewish people? I don't understand it. I don't either. Like, what is the hate coming from? We could I don't, probably ask. I don't never get mind. it. I don't know. I Let's say, just yeah, leave it you, at that. You could ask Mel Gibson. He yeah. might tell you. Tweet at Mel Gibson. <laughs> why do you hate I Jewish don't want people? an essay on it. Goddamn. <laughs> he might give you a drunken rant about it. Oh, I know. Sugar I, tits. That's why I don't want an essay. I mean, oh, like, Jesus I don't know if they ever was, explained his anti-Semitism in South Park or not, but it was pretty funny when they had the Mel Gibson. I just really don't understand, like, I mean, I'm not religious really at all, so I'm not saying like Jewish people. I just don't understand. Like, well, I don't get the hate. I don't either. Is it just because they killed Jesus? Is that is that it? Is that the whole thing? That might be how it started. Look, I like to live my life by a thought of let people live how they want to. And as long as it's yeah. not negatively impacting me, I don't really care. And if it is, then yeah. I need to evaluate. Is it truly negatively impacting me or am I just getting worked? No. You know, here, here, let's just throw out some controversy here for all you people. There is no such person as Jesus. You think they had that hard J sound in the language uh, when when he was born? No, it was more like Yahshua. So Jesus is not even a thing. You're all wrong. You're all stupid and wrong. How's it feel? And clipped. <laughs> there we go. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, we yeah. How many, how many, how many hard J sounds do they have in Arabic? Huh? I have no idea. Jesus. They don't have the J. There's no sound in that language that does that. No, no, like, you know, syllables. So. Oh, you also live in a country where everybody thinks Jesus was white. Yeah. So, I mean, there's I a whole lot of problems other than his name. And, and that Jesus would want us to build a wall and turn away yeah. immigrants and things like that. One well, of my I mean, favorite sayings yeah, ever is, guess what? There were no white people in the Bible. No, no, Jesus would want to build a wall because didn't you see what God did in the Old Testament? Like, well, that's two different gods. Old yes. Testament, New Testament, two separate gods. There's no way he's like, oh, I have a kid now. I guess I'm not a dick and killing everybody anymore. <laughs> Maybe that softened him. I don't know. Those are two different characters. You cannot tell me any which way. Back in the Old Testament, oh, oh, you want to fuck with me? Oh, I'm burning your whole city down. It's gone. And if your wife turns around to look back at it, She's a pillar of salt. Congratulations, you're now fucking salt, you bitch. And now New Testament, forgiveness for everybody. Two separate characters. Poorly written. <laughs> well, remember, the Bible was written by man. I was so. Poorly written. Poorly rewritten. No, I mean, a, a better term. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going there. This is stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my stupid quoting is done for the day. 
Look, what? people. The show's not even over yet. People don't I know, come to I this show. <laughs> people don't come I to this show I for our, my load all at once. <laughs> people don't come to this show for our religious commentary. So, <laughs> if you enjoyed it, I guess that's great. But yeah, that's not what we're here for. There is a reason we broadcast this on Sundays because none of us are in church right now. <laughs> there you go. Indeed, indeed. All right. Because if I oh, go yeah, in, because if I go into the church, <laughs> lightning bolts come down from the sky. <laughs> Yeah, you remember when that church burned down, but the cross, that golden cross didn't I, burn. You remember that? Gets a little yeah, warm. it's the melting point of gold. The fire couldn't get hot enough, you dipshit. It's love, called physics. I love how they raised so much money to rebuild the church when the church is sitting on piles of money that people give it already that they're not being taxed on. Yeah. Tax the shit out of churches, people. Because, yeah. hey, maybe if we tax churches, then we don't have to tax people as much. Maybe everyone should just make up their own religion so they become tax exempt. You mean like L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking genius. It's genius. Fucking he, space aliens. We're all space aliens, what I believe. He built it's a way to evade religion. taxes and turned it into a cult that gave him tons of money and elevated him to a godlike form in their minds. Brilliant. Yeah. Wait, he was, was he a god in the whole thing or is he just the one? What was the whole late? Like, was he just. How did he get this information? Because like, how is that he's the chosen one. But I like it was just beamed in his head or something, or was like did something come to him? Like David, I just had a know. nice transition there with the chosen one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you brought so many questions to my head. Stomped I never knew it. I had. Stomped on it. I'm sorry. I'm just, gonna... just stomped on my organic transition. <laughs> I was so confused. Will, <laughs> Willie needs to go uh, study Dianetics now. Yeah. While we move on with the rest of the news. I might turn into Scientologist now. Scientologist Willie. Willie's <laughs> making enough money. Why not? There you go. Look at Tom Cruise. We gotta get your thetans checked, okay? Indeed. My feet are my foot. There you go. Thetans. So yeah, feet. We we talked about Scientology's chosen one. Let's talk about the chosen one of the Star Wars universe and the fact that hey, we've got some news about the chosen one. Do we not? The Jesus of Star Wars. <laughs> immaculately, clean, yeah, but, immaculately conceived. But Jesus never no. turned bad and killed tons of younglings. He didn't grow old enough. I mean, he was. He didn't live long enough to see himself become the villain. How old? Okay, so so here's the Here's the question: How old was <laughs> Jesus <laughs> when he died? Thirty-three, wasn't it? Anakin was like thirty-three. Anakin was in his twenties when he broke bad. Yeah, well, Anakin had had the the devil much more, whispering much in more his ear. trouble dealing with coarse sand. And it made him very angry. Well, he also well, had I mean, the devil. Of right saying up your butt crack, you're going to be a pretty well, unhappy plus, dude. Now, tell us about how long you lived there. He also did like a solid six years of war duty. So, you know, he he yeah, he, he put in some hard he put in some hard years as you know as a general in the Clone Wars. So that, that ages you fast. That's true, <laughs> but he did break was, bad. Was being a slave for Watto really that bad? You got the pod race every now and then. <laughs> yeah, in exchange for basic Watto. human rights being given up. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, Watto, who needs basic human rights? Yeah, Watto, let's bring it back to anti-Semites. Eddie, <laughs> 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 my right. boy! Mel yeah. Gibson, are you here? <laughs> yes! Eddie, like go do yeah. the thing for me. As you guys might have surmised, Hayden Christensen is back, and as we already knew, he was returning for the Obi-Wan series on Disney+, Plus, which everybody kind of freaked out about when that was announced last year. It has now been uh, announced and confirmed that Hayden Christensen will play Anakin once more for the upcoming Ahsoka Tana series, 
starring Rosario Dawson. And it's basically it's just that's the all that's been announced. There was a image that I saw that I can neither I can neither confirm nor deny if it was a real one, but it looked like it was from a Rosario Dawson's Instagram account and then it was taken down. But it was a little quote that said, uh, "Hey Sky Guy, they know. See you soon. Sign Snips." And if that was actually something Rosario did, that's awesome. I hope it was because just the idea that she's like that much into the character and just loving the idea that her and Hayden now get to work together. But yeah, so we are getting probably, you know, uh, Force Ghost flashback, something. But we are getting Hayden Christensen. We are getting Anakin Skywalker himself in the Ahsoka series, which like like I wasn't already excited enough for the Ahsoka series. But now we're getting, you know, Hayden Christensen back in some more Star Wars. Fuck yeah. And that guy deserves it because he got a lot of shit for his his uh, Anakin. Yeah, and not all of it was deserved. A lot of it was George Lucas's no. shitty writing for that character. George Lucas can't write romance. Let's just be honest right there. Yeah, I mean, it didn't work. The, the stuff, the stuff that's wrong with that, the, the character. Yeah, it wasn't the actor's fault. Let's just say that. Look, Hayden Christensen put a ton of time into the physical aspects of that role too. Like we saw, if you watch any of the special features, yeah. like Revenge of the Sith and things like that, the amount of time that he and Ewan McGregor put into the choreography and yeah. physical conditioning to go and do that elaborate lightsaber battle at the end and things like that, those dudes busted their ass to do stuff and. It was trendy there for a while to rip on Hayden Christensen as Anakin. And yeah. I fully admit, I sort of did a little bit there, but it was more of I didn't like how the characters handled versus that I necessarily blamed on Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault that, the you know, George Lucas was still, you know, the Star Wars deity at the time and he controlled everything. So everything had to be done the way Georgie wanted it. So and I don't think that was necessarily bad as a whole, but there's elements that just isn't in George Lucas's wheelhouse. And yeah. like I and, think yeah, we can tell a romantic say, story is one of them. The romance between <laughs> Anakin and Padme through the prequel trilogy does it ever really hit and not just feel weird? Well, no, because she goes from one movie where she's twenty and he's eight, nine. Yeah, and eight in the nine. next movie she's still twenty, and all of a sudden he's she 17. was fifteen, I think, in the prequel trilogy in the first one. Yeah, he was still whatever. Nine hitting on. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. So then <laughs> well, we get to true. nineteen and twenty-five, and then but you're talking about the guy. You're talking about him writing a love story. Don't you remember he made he had made siblings make out? You're forgetting about that. Well, that's because he slightly revised how that was going to work. But yes, I mean, that's because yeah, you want to. Harrison Ford's iconic line of "I know" when Leia says "I love you." It wasn't Jordan George Lucas's script. It was that's what Harrison Ford ad libbed on set. Because mm-hmm. he felt that's what Han would say. Because the original line was, I love you too, is what he was supposed to say. Yeah, which isn't so original. <laughs> this is not me ripping on George Lucas. He He's very creative, comes up with cool stuff. But it's just the romance aspect was never really in his wheelhouse, I don't think, is something that he could pull off there. And I think a lot of the crap that happened because people didn't buy into that then got dumped at the feet of the actors. Meanwhile, you've got the yeah. actors who are like, what do you want me to do? I'm doing what the script says. And I'm not allowed to go off script. Yeah, they had to, you know, try to get the get the good out of the the pile of garbage and, you know, rescue the gold. Because there's some gold in there. There's some gold in that storytelling. But there's also a whole lot of trade embargoes. <laughs> Look, I think George Lucas is very talented, very creative. But there's a reason why the original trilogy worked so much better, I think, than the prequel trilogy. And it's because he was working with other people that kind of tempered some of those... Uh, yeah, creative. he hadn't reached 
He hadn't reached that level where no one can tell you no. Like, the original Star Wars is all him, but I think there's a reason I like Empire so much more, because you've got Irvin Kirshner in there that's kind of, I don't know if we should do that, George, and some of the other folks that are helping to pivot him away from some of the stuff that was either A, too trippy and weird spiritual-wise, and B, this doesn't make sense. And we sort of saw some of that as we got, like, this mysticism of the... It's not bad, it just doesn't necessarily jive with what we'd experienced before, so... I guess what I'm trying to say here is I think the crap that Hayden gets is a lot because of the writing and the fact that he wasn't allowed to go past that. But at the same time, don't take that as me like George Lucas sucks. It's more George Lucas had some flaws in his own talents and his own storytelling that weren't really being addressed with any help from anyone else. Yeah. And what we know for sure is that Vader was handled well in Rebels and the fight between Vader and Ahsoka was awesome. We could get flashbacks to that. And I'm just going to go ahead and bet that Dave Filoni is going to be an executive producer on the Ahsoka show. So as long as Dave Filoni, as long as the Cowboys in charge, it's going to be a show that has mad love for all Star Wars characters. Better get my and damn Ezra Bridger out. Maybe. I mean, you would hope. I, I mean, I guess it depends how good Matt, Midnight Mass does, whether or not, uh, uh, what's his name, Rommel? Can, uh, have you seen the Boss Logic version of him done up as an adult Ezra Bridger? No. He did an image of him, the guy that was uh, the coroner on iZombie, him dress up as like an adult Ezra Bridger. It's amazing. Is that the same that, guy that played Aladdin in live action Aladdin? Because I've also seen some folks with mock-ups uh, of him as Ezra Bridger. I don't believe so. Okay. I think that's a different character. Okay. That one looked yeah. cool, too. But yeah, I saw yeah, the boss logic one of, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, he was just the sheriff in Midnight Mass, that new uh, Netflix show. But yeah, he he would be awesome in it. But yeah, so we're getting we're getting more Star Wars. We're getting more Vader in Star Wars. I, I don't see how that's a bad thing. It'll, it'll be more Star Wars. I don't know that's going to be Vader we get in the Ahsoka thing because remember that's set post Mandalorian. Well, so that's true. It's more so yeah, of Force could, Ghost Anakin, I assume, or flashbacks. Yeah, we could get flashbacks. We could get Force Ghost Anakin. I I just think about it, if they do a flashback to the fight between Anakin and Ahsoka from the Rebel show. That'd be cool. So you do that show in live action. Anakin. Anakin is Darth Vader. There's no separation. There is Yes, one. there is a separation. In mentality, Out. but they're still the same person. On one day, he's Anakin Skywalker. Then he goes and murders younglings and attacks his buddy and kills his wife. And from that day forward, he's Darth Vader. So my whole idea <laughs> earlier of the whole split personality is Darth Vader. It's, I am you, but you are not me. I don't think Vader is a split personality. It's just I know. So you're agreeing with me. I I can't be. That can't be right. That can't be what I'm saying. I mean, I will say I think Vader's redemption was a little (laughs) too easy in the end. Oh, I repent. I repent. I don't like like my boss. I'm good now, right? I I murdered all those children and a a whole village of men, women, and children because my mommy died. But they didn't cut that scene when they showed it on uh was it like a month ago or something when they showed uh, uh the third prequel movie on cartoon network they did not cut the scene of the lightsaber going shoom, with all the kids like looking at them they Ooh. did not cut it nice the death of the younglings <laughs> let's see a bunch of these kids get murdered we're not gonna see yeah. it but we're gonna imply the fuck out of it are we ready to see some child death is this a nightmare on elm street no it's star wars <laughs> i mean but yeah so yeah well, yeah, we had that, and then, uh, yeah, I had uh, one other tiny news story, and then the the big one was uh, the DC fandom dropped last week. 
the tiny news story, which I was I was happy to see it this morning. We saw the announcement, and uh, one David Peepos has already changed his Twitter account. He already updated it, so congrats to the whole OZ crew. Uh, David Peepos' account now says, Ringo Award winner for Spencer Locke, going to the chapel, Grand Theft Auto, the OZ. They won for the OZ for uh, best single issue of the year on the Ringo Award, so congrats to the whole OZ crew. That is freaking awesome. That is. Yeah. And, yeah, the, winning the Ringos, I mean, that's like the Eisners are like the Oscars. I think the Ringos are more like uh like the people or not People's Choice Awards, but what are the ones where the the actors actually vote for the other actors? Is that Golden Globes? I don't know, maybe. I know there, there's one award show, but yeah, like the Ringos, it's it's voted on by people in the industry. So when you win a Ringo, if I remember correctly, that's literally the people in your industry in comics saying this was the best comic of the year. So that is utterly fantastic. So yeah, congrats to the whole OZ crew. Yeah, they got themselves, yeah, best single issue or story 2021, the OZ self-published. So, yeah, that is freaking awesome. Cool. Yeah, one more accolade for Peepos and the crew. Uh, but, yeah, then uh, DC Fandom hit last week, and, yeah, due to technical difficulties, we didn't get to talk about it. But, you know, they, there was a few good highlights. I mean, we got, you know, some stuff that people maybe care about more or less than others but yeah we got peacemaker teaser which was not much of a teaser we got a little batwoman we got some a deep dive in the gotham knights game which i'm only excited about because hey i get to play as nightwing in a game finally it's not dick grayson as robin i get to play as fucking nightwing i'm gonna uh, buy that game just so i can play as Nightwing. i'm sorry you're not saying his name right his name is the best ass in dc comics <laughs> well that's true too. thanks <laughs> they released a uh, a huge uh, video of behind the scenes for Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom, showing a whole bunch of uh, Dolph Lundgren and Jason Momoa working with uh, uh was it is it Peter Wilson that played Orm? So yeah, it looks like it's like the I got to break my brother out of jail so we can work together to go take on this new villain. So I mean, yeah, it's it's more James Wan. He made Aquaman cool, like. We're going to get more cool Aquaman. Like, of course, it's going to be awesome. The first movie was fucking amazing. So I still yeah. need to watch it. Oh, it's so good. They make some of the dumbest tropes in Aquaman's history and in his comics, like, work and make sense in a way that is just shocking. It was actually shocking how good that movie is for an Aquaman movie. I, see, I, I, I heard I, you talk to Fish. Like, <laughs> it's the one of the dumbest characters ever, and James Wan made it fucking fantastic. Yeah. Octopuses are in, are fucking interesting. They got a lot of shit to say, my man. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got the uh, the alleged trailer for the alleged Flash movie that I still don't believe is happening. Uh, we got the Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, got a full trailer reveal, which that game looks pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, just the idea of an actual game where, you know, how I don't know if they're actually going to let you kill any actual members of the Justice League, but it's an, it's a cool concept stepping back a sec we did get michael keaton as batman in there while we never saw him in the costume we yeah. heard him speaking and yeah. saw him from behind which was we see from behind that was pretty the cow cool. yeah the cow that can't move the solid neck batman of 89 so yeah i mean the fact that yeah we might get old man batman michael keaton i mean, i just hope that pushes i mean it's the same thing y'all uh, I think Kevin Smith talked about it on Fat Man Beyond. This is the idea that they push that towards us getting a Batman Beyond. I want to see old man Michael Keaton as the guy who trains Terry McGinnis uh, to be the high tech Batman of the future. All right, like, question. That would be so cool. Batman yeah. Beyond. Um, so I heard this and I was like, they didn't do that. Did this? That can't be right because I don't remember this happening. Is Terry McGinnis? 
a clone a of Bruce clone? Wayne. Oh yes. my, he really is. He's a clone? not a clone of Bruce no, Wayne. Why? He's Bruce Wayne's why? son. Well, yeah. Why? That well, doesn't, yeah, they, no, he doesn't need to be anything. He's Bruce, okay, so, so here's the thing. Why? The only people that know why? that that are alive why? is Amanda Waller, who's probably dead by now. And Terry McGinnis himself. They dealt with this in an episode of Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. This yeah, shouldn't be a thing. It's so fucking stupid. It just takes away from Terry McGinnis. That's I, all it does. I tend to agree with you, but at the same time... Yeah. You're a legacy. But You're so not you. In you're the Batman Beyond comics, Bruce Wayne's dead right now. Good. Bruce, Bruce Wayne never found out, or they never indicated that he found out, that yeah. he knows that Terry is genetically his son. So that's good that they never did that. Terry never told him what he found out. But for those that are unaware, there was... In Justice League Unlimited, they did a step forward episode, like the final season or the or the penultimate season. I can't remember. It's called Epilogue with all of the talent from Batman Beyond, which is half the story they tell is set in that half that is set in the current day, which is really cool. It's really well done. Go watch the episode yourself. It's on uh, HBO no. Max. It's actually a really no. great episode because it gets no, into why no. Bruce names his dog Ace and things like that. It's really good. Mm. I don't give a fuck why he named his dog Ace. <laughs> it's because he sat with Ace fuck. as she died, basically. Who's yeah. Ace? A character from the Royal, Flesh, the Royal Gang. Flesh Gang. I don't yeah. give a fuck. And it's one of the shit. It was one of the goddamn characters. It was one of the best episodes of Batman animated series because it's like, oh, he just goes out and fights crime and punches bad guys in the face, and he literally sit, it's Batman sitting on a swing set with a like a teenage girl supervillain as she's dying. And it it's like the it's honestly it's like the most Superman scene that Batman's character ever did in that show, right? Oh, where so he's he's being character. a hero. Right. Well, in the storyline, it does. I mean, it's, it's weird it because works. yeah, it does it it does work in that storyline. <laughs> but it's it's like the most because it's not hopeful. It's not yeah. Superman hopeful, but it is Bruce like facing reality and helping another character face reality. Where yeah, they basically sit there and talk while she dies. And it, it was actually one of the most touching and well done uh, Batman the animated series episodes. It was really fucking While good. While her powers are going out of control, reshaping the world around her. Yeah. It, it was yeah, good it, shit. It was really well done. And part of what you find out in that <laughs> one then is that Amanda Waller, who was running Cadmus at that point in time, had gotten concerned that Bruce Wayne was getting older and slower yeah. and less effective. So she started what she called Project Batman Beyond. Because she said they needed no, a new Batman. No, they there should, they yeah, named there it should, Batman Beyond. Yes. Because yes, there should always be a Batman. There should always be a Batman. So she has this line of, he was always getting hurt and things like that. He was always leaving his genetic material behind. And she goes, not like that. Like in the cartoon, yeah. they say yeah. that. It's like they show her yeah. like retrieving bloody bandages of Bruce Wayne's. And yeah, what they do there is she goes to basically come into, we did research to try and figure out what made Bruce Wayne into Bruce Wayne, the tragedy, the brilliance, things like that. So they try to recreate it. So what you find out through the series of flashbacks there is they altered Warren McGinnis's DNA to be that of Bruce Wayne's, his reproductive DNA. They then yeah. hired an assassin that was supposed to kill Terry's parents right in front of him, just like happened to Bruce yeah. Wayne. That assassin was the phantasm from Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which I thought was also really cool. Yeah. But the assassin wouldn't do it, refused to do it. So the project never happened. Amanda Waller let it go. And it was happenstance that Terry's life turned into what it was that caused his father to be killed by the Jokers, him to meet Bruce Wayne, and then become Batman. Yep. It's a yeah, story a of... Story writing. No, it's terrible. actually really good. 
It's fucking terrible. Oh, just happenstance. If you were using happenstance as a fucking plot device, go fuck No, no. What it gets to there is all of Amanda Waller's planning and things like that. She couldn't make it happen. And it was fate that caused Terry to still be in Life itself happened and he still became bad. So while she tried to manipulate things to make it happen, she couldn't make it happen. But fate basically caused it to happen. It's actually Everything you have, Terry McGinnis, is not from your... What you did. It's what we gave you. No, but that's, that's not the case. But that's not the case. He has that, 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 he's half Bruce Wayne's he's Bruce Wayne's son. What does that mean? Yeah. He's got some he's of Bruce's still... DNA. It's not like he was yeah. flash cloned to have Bruce's skills and things like that. And that's part and of he's what still they're the saying kid there. that broke into the mansion and stole the fucking suit. That's that's part of what they get into <laughs> into the story is Batman yeah. isn't Bruce Wayne. It's not being a Wayne that makes you Batman. Like He's already Batman before he finds out he's half Wayne, technically, before he yep. finds out his brother is also. Yeah, it's it's being emo that makes you Batman. Right. Speaking of which, they also released <laughs> nice the new pivot. trailer for The Batman, which did you guys both watch that one? I did watch that one. I The only thing I'm not super hyped on is him walking directly into automatic gunfire, like just walking straight to a machine gun like, ah, eh, fuck you, I'm bulletproof. He's not Superman. But it also seems like his armor is basically good enough to where he's like, eh, I might die. Because we flat out get this trailer where he tells Alfred, I don't care what happens to me. This is straight up emo suicidal Batman. Eh, I might get shot in the head. I don't give a fuck. And so him walking into gunfire does fit the character for sure. But the shots we have in this of Colin Farrell, who is still fucking unrecognizable as the Penguin. His voice is unrecognizable. His face is unrecognizable. The only shot that I've seen where I get any Colin Farrell at all is when he's yelling at his rearview mirror, I got you! I got you! And then the back car comes flying out of the fire and his eyes turn. You get I got a little bit of the Colin Farrell there and just the eyes. But like I it's amazing what Matt Reeves did with his how, how they did his makeup and his prosthetics and everything. Colin Farrell looks awesome. I never would thought I would have said it. He looks fucking awesome as the penguin. I am stoked to see this movie, and Robert Pattinson looks like the world's most emo fucking crazy-ass Batman ever. You're not wrong. I think it looks really good. I'm intrigued by it. I think it's still dumb if they made the bat symbol be made out of the gun that's the gun that killed his parents, like is supposedly rumored. Yeah. I think that's well, dumb. I, I, yeah. I think they put that in when they were first talking about the, the production during the first year. That Yeah, he like splits the gun in half and like puts it into the bat wings, and so it's literally in the chest of the of the costume he's wearing. Yeah, part of the bat, the metal part of the bat on his chest that's bulletproof is literally made out of the gun that killed his parents. Which, yeah, that's that's Jesus about as emo as you can get. Christ. But I mean, Edge yeah. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Edge Lord, Edge Lord, Guy Liner, the Cold the heavy eye makeup. Out your wrist. <laughs> Jesus. But well, yeah, I mean, it, to be fair though, the heavy eyeliner is the same eyeliner all the Batman characters wore when under the cowl. True. Yeah, the I difference is that yeah, I love the fact everywhere else. Yeah, I love the fact that this time they're showing it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it was all the other Batman, like the moment they take the mask off, somehow that black makeup goes away. Yeah. I love the fact they're showing it. It's like, no, you'd have to have black makeup on your eyes, otherwise you'd have white skin inside of the black inside of the Batman. They were talking about yeah. some of the behind the scenes stuff there. I guess Robert Pattinson had to screen test wearing Val Kilmer's bat suit. <laughs> 
Nice. I was like, man, that would probably be on because those were the super rubbery ones. Yeah, that yeah. was the rubbery ones. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Warner Brothers has all that stuff. They have it all in the archives and all the Batmobiles and stuff too. Yeah, I was like, I man, maybe Bale's they'll suits. maybe yeah. they'll give him one of Bale's suits because they're a bit more comfortable and things like that. No, no, no. It was Val Kilmer. They give him the Kilmer. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. It's a big rubber rubber body condom that was probably uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to defend the Bat nipples. Because of the <laughs> way it was described, like the director Joel Schumacher was mod- he wanted it modeled after like Greek like statues, yeah, and Greek stuff like statues, that, which makes sense. Like I, I get that. Like I can uh, that's enough to make me say, yeah, all right, I, I the bat nipples, it's yeah. whatever. I still want the shoemaker cut of forever. I'll be honest, but I'm yeah, I want it. yeah, I want the shoemaker cut, yeah. Because yeah, and Joel Shoemaker was a he was a Schumacher. great yeah he was a great fucking Sorry. director he was a great film we got the fucking Snyder cut why can't we get the Schumacher cut no like shit of oh, Batman, Batman Forever. Forever yeah Batman Forever how, that was his cut wasn't no. it no no who the fuck's cut was that there's a whole DC, longer version Warner Brothers that has more content in it that way that made yeah. things make a bit more sense that he made that they yep. didn't use I don't think I want more of that movie. At all. <laughs> go, go and look at what is supposedly in the Schumacher cut, and you want what's in that movie. Yeah, it does because, sound really good. Because we don't need Joker 2 and Two-Face. <laughs> Fair. No, but yeah, so we got uh, we got to see uh, actual Catwoman, Selena Kyle, this time. Um, what What's her name? Lisa Bonet's daughter. Why can't I not think of her name? Zoe Kravitz. Um, Zoe Kravitz, yeah. So yeah, we got to see the Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. We got to see... But uh, this one, there's like basically nothing of the Riddler other than possibly that was him being arrested in the diner at the beginning because we just see the question mark in the coffee cup. But yeah, we get to see the Batmobile, which is apparently it looks like uh, one of the. Oh, what was that guy that did the White Knight comic? Sean something. It looks like one of his, you know, 1970s muscle cars with a rocket strapped to the back of it where I mean, the, the Batmobile in this is basically just a normal car that Bruce apparently bought a NASA engine and hooked to it. Because, <laughs> like, fuck you, why not? Like, I can afford it. I'm going to go buy a rocket and hook it to my car. Wait, NASA's so, yeah. a thing in the D.C. America? Uh, Yeah. Definitely. Huh. Or uh, or yeah, maybe it's a Star Labs engine. I mean, knows? cities aren't, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's where Where's New York? D.C. makes up all their own cities. But, yeah, so we got we got that. And then, yeah, last but definitely not least... We finally, after roughly 10 years of waiting to do this character, we get to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson on camera as Black Adam, which and you want to talk about someone going full tilt into a character. If you watch his Instagram or you look at his stuff on Twitter, he has been hitting the gym harder than probably he ever has in his entire life getting ready to play Black Adam. There was a shot of him just like walking his daughter down the road near their house, and he's just stepping. He's not flexing, just stepping, and he has three separate calf muscles. It's insane. How many man, calories does he burn just to walk? A, a lot, <laughs> probably. The, the man is probably when they started filming, and probably throughout the filming of this, he was in. I think he's in better shape than he's ever been, and it was awesome because like just the sheer joy he seemed to have announcing this, where he says. The power structure of the DC universe is about to change. A guy that has magical powers that can go toe to toe and bitch slap Superman is about to show up and he has no problem killing anybody that messes with his country. And so, yeah, we get to see Black Adam and in the teaser, I mean, it's he gets called out with the power of Shazam. 
he appears like kneeling in the cloak. So like, you know, his head's covered, the whole suit's covered. You can't really see much. It's just all dark. And then that one jackass like runs at him or whatever. He grabs him and just calls for the lightning bolt until the dude disintegrates. Like he just straight melts the first person he touches. It's like, yeah, you don't fuck with Black Adam. He'll kill you. He has no compunction killing anybody. I am so excited to see what they do with this character. Because, yeah, like this is something that supposedly The Rock started working and brought up the idea with DC executives roughly 10 years ago. This character was in the original cut of Shazam, which, if you don't know, was produced by Seven Bucks Productions, which is Dwayne Johnson's company. And they got like the script to the point where it was a three and a half hour movie. And he said, the only way we can do this is if we take Black Adam out of it. And so like it was actually partially his decision to remove Black Adam from the Shazam movie. And so now we got Shazam Fury of the Gods coming where all the kids are fighting uh, other gods. And then we also have Black Adam on the way. So like we're getting two more Shazam universe movies. And I am so excited because damn, they look good. Like, it's just, I'm hyped. Like, Black Adam is going to be such a fun film. And for people that don't know, Black Adam's character is basically, he's like the Punisher. He's hes an anti-hero. He is not a good guy, but he's not technically a villain because he used his powers to basically defend his country of Kandak. If I remember, that's what it was called in the DC that universe. Right. Yeah, so like, he gets the power of Shazam from the wizard and then decides, no, if anybody messes with my country, I will murder them. And then eventually he gets like trapped and like hidden away for centuries. And then, yeah, this, you know, what we see in the start of this little teaser is somebody finds his tomb and says the word Shazam. They call forth the lightning and here comes Mr. Badass. And yeah, like I cannot wait to see how much fun, like, cause you know, at some point we're going to get like on screen, the rock and Jason Momoa in superhero costumes, like smacking each other around. Like there's got to end up being like uh like the two coolest guys on the planet with superpowers fighting. We've got to see Momoa fight Black Adam. Like it just has to happen. Now you guys can uh, answer this question. Hopefully uh, now can Black Adam go toe to toe with Superman because he's strong enough or because his power is magic based? Yes. Both. Both. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Superman. That's a fair question, right? Yeah. Superman, for those that don't know, has zero defense against magic. So that's well, why Shazam in the Black comics, Adam we don't know in well, the movies. That's true. We don't yeah. we don't know the the in the the DCEU bullshit Elseworlds 14 different versions of everybody thing that we're getting right now. We don't know how he is, but in the comics Superman has never had a defense to magic, which is why Shazam, Black Adam, Wonder Woman, all magic-based characters can just smack Superman around because his natural strength has no defense for magical powers. Like, Zatanna can whoop Superman's ass by just saying, you know, Superman, slap yourself. Like, he has he has his Kryptonian DNA gives him no defense to, to magic. And so, yeah, Shazam and Black Adam are as strong and as fast as Superman, but they also, yeah, they're magic. So their powers aren't based in genetics, where technically Superman's power is just his natural body. That's just his absorption of sunlight makes him that damn strong and fast. So yeah, Black Adam or Shazam or Wonder Woman can actually bitch slap Superman if they really want to. True. So yeah, Rock versus Henry Cavill, it might happen. We don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Or if maybe Rock versus that, Nick Cage. I don't know if they fixed that uh, <laughs> breakage between Henry Cavill and the DC Probably team, not. film team. Especially not since he's 
doing, you know, since they just finished filming Witcher season two, and there's probably another Mission Impossible on the way. Well, he's dead in Mission Impossible, though. I mean, Whoa, hard. That's, no, that's no reason he can't be in the next one. I mean, he was in a helicopter that ran into the side of a mountain, so. Yeah, he jumped out of the helicopter, he cocked his arms, ran down the mountain, he'll meet Tom Cruise on the moon. He'll be I fine. Mean, that'd be cool, but <laughs> he is Wait, to the moon. Tom Cruise uh, probably will say, we're taking a, we're taking a camera crew up. Up, up. I think there was talk about Tom Cruise taking a camera crew to space for the next movie, if I remember correctly. I'm insuring myself. Yeah, he <laughs> has to. No one else will. Because he's fucking crazy. Yeah, Lower so that, that was the jump. Let's go. Yeah. That, that was the highlights for the, the, the DC fandom. And yeah, the only one I haven't sat and actually watched all the way through is the Gotham Knights, because I watched the last big teaser trailer for it. But and yeah, it's a game where you get to play as either Batgirl... Uh, Dick Grayson is Nightwing, the Tim Drake, Red Robin, and then Red Hood. So, I mean, the and fact that you can play as all four of those characters look amazing. More importantly, Court of Owls consulted on with Scott Snyder. Yeah, which, yeah. there you go. So, yeah, the storyline will be solid. But, yeah, it's the fact, I mean, because there's been a ton of Batman games and, like, the Batman Lego games and all the other ones where you get to play as Robin sometimes, other ones, but this is one where you're playing as the Bat family. I'm not even sure if Batman's in this game. I don't think they've even shown him. It's he's just supposedly the, dead from what it's the, just the first side trailer kicks. said. Yeah, but I mean, just because he's supposed to be dead, we know well, one. Oh, he's yeah, not. We all know he's not dead. Yeah, There's we know no he's not he's actually because dead. yeah, it's DC. I mean, hell, they killed Superman. They've never killed. Or no, they have killed Batman. He went back through time and then came back as like Caveman Batman or whatever. But it was dumb. I mean, yeah, they're never going to kill off Batman. Look, it was Graham Morrison yeah. writing Batman. That's all you need to know. True. Yeah, it was the bullet that was fired through time. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> that was that one hurt my brain. But yeah, Gotham Knights looks really good. And one Batman, thing you didn't mention: the Batman looks good. All that too is uh, the new season of Young Justice started oh, streaming yeah. that day. Was it season four? Season right? four of Young Justice. Yeah, season began four of Young streaming. Justice dropped that same on, day. Uh, I think they dropped HBO the first Max. two episodes, and now it's weekly. Nice. Yeah, I got to get caught up on. I think I've got two more episodes of Titans to watch. The Doom Patrol. Mr. Oh, Nelson. I haven't seen any of the new Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. What you so, got for us, Mr. Nelson? Uh, before I actually get into my actual news, uh, since you were talking about trailers and stuff, uh, this wasn't my news, but I saw it, and uh, it's enough worth it to point out. Did anyone else watch the Uncharted trailer that fully released? Yes. I've been looking for this treasure since I was a kid, says 12-year-old looking Tom Holland. Listen, I'm all right with Tom <laughs> Holland being Nathan Drake. That is not an issue for me. I can go with it. He looks good enough in the park. I'm all right yeah. with it. He just, it was just that line hit me because he still looks 12. But and, no, he's Tom Holland is a fucking charm factor. He's a he's a he's like a little tiny The Rock. Like listen. he could just be carried around in The Rock's pocket. That's his like baby Groot is Tom Holland. He's if, just a little charm crap factory. In a perfect world, the Uncharted movie would have came out ten years ago with Nathan Villian. Yeah. In a perfect world. Yeah. But uh, uh it's not an imper- it's an imperfect world because instead you got Marky Mark. Yeah, I'm getting to that. And I uh, got Tom Holland, yeah, fucking the, the beating and all this stuff, like in the very end of the trailer when the the, the, the dude is that Russell Crowe? It looks like Russell Crowe. Goes like, hey, Scottish, Scottish, and then you just hear uh, you know Nathan Drake, Tom Holland go. What? what? That was hilarious. That was good. And the whole, like, uh, they definitely took it from Uncharted 3, the plane scene, where he's, like, dangling off the cargo as it's being, uh, as it's, like, uh, caught being dropped out of the plane. That was that was awesome. And then all of a sudden, the car coming, like, oh, crap. Like, eh, that, that's Nathan Drake. Got perfectly. Yeah. 
That was a the great one thing scene. They didn't get perfectly is a hairy son of a bitch known as the mustache of Sully. He doesn't even have white hair. What the fuck is Mark Wahlberg doing in this goddamn movie? It should have been Bruce Campbell. Yeah. You're not Raw Aura or the dude sure. from um, uh, Avatar, the uh, bad guy, the old white who was also wanting to be um uh, also Cable. Terra Nova. Yeah, yeah. Stephen yeah, Lang. Yeah, Terra Nova, yeah. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't he Mr. Was, don't breathe. He was in the uh, the uh, fan made uh, with Nathan Fillion, the little fan yeah. made uncharted video. He was and he was perfect. I'm Victor Goddamn Sullivan. He did perfectly. Like, <clears throat> like I know why Mark Wahlberg's in here because they hired him to be Nathan Drake in the first place. I forget how many years ago. Ten. It can't. It can't be ten years. I ago. think it was ten. I think it was like six, seven years ago. Maybe not ten, but I think you're, you're close. I was told there would be no math. But Fair. Jesus Christ, and that's the only reason why he's still in the movie because he's mm-hmm. contractually obligated to be in the movie because he was already hired. It's so fucking stupid. I'm gonna. That's probably gonna be the one reason why I hate this fucking movie is because of Sully. Well, remember, <laughs> if you really want to taunt yourself with what ifs, there's that uh, fan movie from what, like two years ago, where Nathan Fillion played. Uh, I just Nathan mentioned Drew. that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what he was talking. That's about. Stephen Lang was like with them. He played was Sully. That? Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, live action. Stephen Lang was in. So that's great. that's how you Sully, torture yeah. yourself. This is what we could have had. Yeah. I've seen it, and uh, I like what they did when they actually get to the action part of it, where they had the camera following like the third person camera. Yeah, they did just enough to where it's like, okay, I like it. They didn't overdo it. Like, uh, well, I wouldn't say they overdid it in Doom with the first person uh, view, but it went a little long. I would say fair. But yeah, that went perfect where it did it a little bit for like about a minute and then whoosh, it was like back to like regular camera. But just a little, just a little nod. I like that. Just a little touch. But yeah, Sully, God damn, why does he not have a mustache? And why is his hair not white or gray? I'm fucking pissed. Whatever. Let's move on to my action news before I get too pissed. Um, action news. There. <laughs> my actual news is uh, something came out uh, week four last a little thing I always get happy for every year because it comes out around the same time every year. A new Jackbox game came out. Jackbox Party Pack 8. Have any of you guys got to try it? I think I already know the answer. No. No. Oh, that's a sad day. That's a very sad day because I've tried them all. And you know what? All these games are golden. They're all golden games. Not one person hates. Uh, some people dislike one of the games, but they're weird. I'm weird, but that's fucking weird. They don't like it. Anyway, let me just go through the games that started off. Starting off at the top of the list from the menu is Drawful Animate, which is bringing back the old game of Drawful, uh, which was kind of like uh, played like the other games like Fibbage, where, but it's up to you, there's a little bit of drawing in there, where you had to draw an image that they tell you to, and then people will try and guess what you were told to draw, and you have to lie about it, and then everyone guesses what the right answer is. Drawful Animate uses the same thing, except now you get to make a little GIF. It's a two-frame GIF that goes back and forth between the same, you know, so you can do a little bit of animation. Kind of like cool. a neon sign going, huh, 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 like that. And it's, it's fun. I like that little addition. You can make some fun little animations. I've done so. Can't remember any off the top of my head, but I remember, hey, I did some cool stuff. Yeah, memory's not the best in here, so take it to Second yeah, moving on to the second sec, next game in the line is the Wheel of Enormous Proportions. That's the whole title of the game. Uh, it is pretty much a trivia game. It's a new trivia one, 
And uh, once you get the whole goal is to get the 20,000 points or dollars. I think it's dollars in there. And once you get the 20,000, then you have a chance to win the game. Okay. So everyone who gets up to 20,000 has a chance to win. But me, I'm sorry, I'm a trivia god, and it rarely ever gets to close to anyone getting the 20,000 unless I really go easy. But yeah. Pune and you get to spin you have to spin a little wheel like you're on Wheel of Fortune, you just spin it on your phone and you see it on the thing, go do 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 It's awesome. It gives you point or money depending upon whose it lands on. It's awesome. Even on your spin, you could get money to other people because of what it lands on. It's just you're the one who gets to spin it. That's all it is. And it's all so much fun. Um the next one down is job job. Yes, you heard that. Job job. Okay. I don't know if you can say that on the internet. Why? <laughs> I think I'm missing. Oh, okay, so um, giving someone job, a job job. Pretty much job job. It uh, it's the best way to describe it is it's like you know those little uh poem fridge magnets with a bunch of words separated and you put them all and you make your own little sentence. It plays kind of like that where it asks the first thing it does it asks everyone three questions. You just write out answering the question. The only rule is you have a minimum of five words to write out. And then it takes your whatever you answer those three questions and it puts it to it gives those answers to uh, the other people to make out a sentence to answer another question that you're going head to head against another person. And you're both getting different sets of words. So you're trying to make the best out of what you're get given from other people to make a funny response. Kind of like Quiplash mixed in with there. But you're kind of limited, limited in a fun way. And then the next game is the pole mine, which is probably a lot of people's favorite so far out of from the people I played with out of this game. Pole mine, uh, there's two teams. The only one where it's two teams. You're either one team or the other. And there's even a streamer mode where it's you and any of your friends are on a team against the audience. If you have a bunch of audience members already filled in that can like go it'll be everyone against them. Uh, you go through and you actually start ranking random things, like random subject like like what are the what are the what are the, what are these vacation spots are the ones you would least like to go to and there's a bunch of weird ass fucking answers. Then you have to pick your first one you choose is your top choice, then second, third. Then it takes all those and it puts you know the point value of whoever voted for them and there's and it ranks them again and you have to figure out which one in the first round you have to figure out which are the top three answers and you go in order. One person from one team picks the answer. You could talk about it. Like I think well here's why I chose so I think you should choose this. You talk about it out, and then after you get it right or wrong, it goes to the next team. One person from there is doing the same thing. They're talking out. You don't want to give out too much information because then you're giving it to the other team. So it's kind of like a like a little cat and mouse game. Like, ooh, they gave us some more information and they got it wrong. I think it's this next time. And then the next round, you're not picking the top-ranked one. You're picking the second, third, and fourth-ranked ones. So you're trying not to get the top-ranked one. And then the last round, you're you're choosing from the bottom up, so the eighth ranked all the way to the top ranked. That's pretty much how it goes. And then the last game, weapons drawn. It's a murdering drawing game. Pretty much, what? you have you're you a, have like me you're, intrigued. Everyone yeah. is this a good. little party where everyone's wearing masks and stuff. And but every but you all all the players are murderers, serial killers, and then uh, pretty much lights go out, and then people show up dead depending on how people what they you know chose who they chose to kill and all that stuff, 
when you first start out, you have to draw a calling card. And it uses a letter that's in your name. Okay. That The name you put in for your name for the game. It takes a letter from there. It could be written in different types of font. It could even be cursive. The way they, I've had like an L of my name be cursive. I'm like, okay, I could fit this in with a drawing. And kind of hide it in there. And then you take that letter and you draw around it into other stuff. And kind of merge it in with the picture so that's no cool. one can tell it's the letter. And then you draw your murder weapon. And it also uses a the uh, letter from your name, and it, you it does give you something to draw, like a cup of hot coffee. It tells you to draw that, and it has that letter. You have to figure in how to put that letter in there and hide it all at the same time. And then uh, then you go through a couple rounds of that, trying to figure out who killed who killed this person. But you also trying to throw other people off from thinking you're the killer. So uh, yeah, and all and all the letters are different throughout the pictures, so it's not the same letter every time. So it's a little bit of mystery. So that was my little quick rundown of Jackbox Party Pack 8. So you've been that having is, fun with it, basically. Oh, so much uh-huh. fun. So much fun. You know, by around Christmas, if I get some other stuff done, I may, I may be able to try that with you. You can't just sit there and watch a stream and play along with your phone? I'm not I asking got, you to get up and do, you know. I got shit Pilates. to do. What we'll you talk about Pilates, and what I get in getting into. Because I have down a lot dog of shit to do. do. But yeah, Never. but that's my, this is the whole review of, or I guess not technically just telling you about it. My review of it is, it's fucking great. If you want to play with me, send me a message on PlayStation, uh, Willie D. Nelson, no spaces because PlayStation can't have spaces in the name. There's no, no underscores. It's just Willie D. Nelson squished together. Willie Nelson. Willie D. Nelson. And yep, it's correct. <laughs> He's been Willied. You just got Willied. For all my life. Well, that William, boy done got willied. It. You see, it has layers. <laughs> and I'm glad that you now have internet, which you can play this. No more. I mean, I had dial up. Hillbilly dial up. You will be missed. It worked at my old place. Not well, but it worked here. Like I guess like I complained about earlier, Twitch being that, that lag. I guess I have to go in through the stuff and you know, turn it down because I would rather go through Twitch just because, hey, why not try and. See if, you know, people like playing. People will join in and try and play with you. Get some randoms. Yeah. Well, the problem with random people is they are the old American heroes. They're edgelord bastards. They're they're random. They come in and they just say a slur, and that's all they do. They're not even trying to be funny with it. They say, hey, the slur's funny. I'm just writing the slur. You're not saying anything around it. I'm not saying I want them to. I'm just saying you're so fucking stupid. That's all you can come up with is the one word. Just saying that. That's my one rule. Yeah. If anyone's playing with me on the uh, on the place, like as I'm streaming out, is no slurs because this is getting streamed out, and I don't want that shit on me. Yeah, exactly. I get yeah. it. Those yeah, people, like it, those people suck. Back when I first started doing all things good nerdy here, um, yeah, I was streaming that every week. You guys played with me. Uh, up to the hour and a half to two hour mark, you guys saw it. You had people right. that just come in and they would just put that one word in and then disappear. Yeah. No, no, was... they would stay and they'd keep putting well, it. Yeah, in. I hate it or, when yeah. someone puts radish in my game. Bastards. Oh, don't use the hard R. They did too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Radish. Radishes. Those damn fraggles. Well, oh, you went with that. I was thought you were talking. I, I was going with the Dragon Ball Z Raditz. That was just me. Yeah, so my review is fucking awesome. I like all the games. Some people don't like the Job Job one. 
mostly because they can't come up with stuff to be funny. You're going to get what you can put into it, technically, with that, I guess. But all the other ones, yeah, Polbine is a clear winner uh, for all, everyone. And uh, Wheel of Enormous Portions, for me, is one of my favorites because I'm good at trivia, then. I, I just take educated guesses most of the times, and it just works out. I, I don't know what it is. Trivia is just my thing, guys. You can't Damn. stump Willie. I want I want to try that one with you. But oh I, yeah, Will. I, I've I've been known to do some some trivia myself. The trivia on that's a little bit different. Um, it pretty much it says like which of these are such and such, and it gives you a list of twelve things, and you have to mm-hmm. either click all of them that are. That is one of the question question things. One of them is like get closest to the number of this thing. Like like last time I was like you have a ton of gummy bears. How much in pounds is that? And so pretty much it just ask you. Hey, tell the question was mm. how many pounds are in a ton? In a which ton. I knew instantly. I yeah. was the only one that got it right. It's two thousand, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, people didn't know how much pounds enough. a ton were. The only other person to get it close enough was a thousand. Yeah, that's a half ton. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a ton. T o n n e. I don't know. I'm just fucking making that up. I know that is a word. I know it is a measurement, hurts. but I don't know of what. Yeah, I think that's like the metric measurement. Is T o n n e. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I was just making it up for the joke-wise. I wasn't actually saying, this. yeah, I'm not that dumb. I'm good at trivia. You want to challenge me? You want to challenge me, Bachman? You want to do this yes, after I the do. cast? You want to challenge me after the cast? I will start streaming. Get you on Not that. after the cast. I got shit to do. I told you, Christmas. By Christmas, I should have free time. How's that mm-hmm. you feel, about that? I tongued it. Uh, he's doing weird things with his face again. Gross. Why would you do that? No, my face is just weird in itself. <laughs> oh, that's you're not wrong. It's not that my face is doing weird things; it's doing normal things. But it's it just, just itself is weird. Your face is just being well, your face. On that note, this Almost has been a super well. extended edition of the show. We still have a little bit to do before we wrap things up. As we shut down this show, you guys are probably used to our little segment called "What I'm Into," our chance to share with you folks just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting. Go check them out yourselves. Mr. Bachman, I'm pretty sure you've got the busiest schedule out of all of us. You see these, these, oh wait, yep, big bookcase over there and an art desk. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. so bad at this. I see it, I see it. Don't I worry. DVD, empty DVD cases over here. Talk about the door. Some, uh, oh. some brand new droids. Some nice new uh, $2,000 worth of Maytag washer and dryers right there. Oh. And an actual laundry room and the door behind me. Sitting at the new art desk, or sitting at the new computer desk. Yeah, uh, I've been moving, so, yeah, that's what I've been getting into, and I'm fucking tired. Uh, yeah, we emptied out, on Friday, we emptied the apartment completely. I think there's, like, one shelf on a wall and something we have to scrape off a window, and then we have to turn in our keys and our uh, remote garage door openers, and we'll be done at the apartment. But, yeah, we hired movers. They came and emptied out the apartment, got everything here. Um, they actually did a spectacular job. It was super expensive, but they wrapped everything in blankets and then surround wrapped everything after that. So like all like my art desk, all my dressers or the dresser, the huge uh, the girlfriend's huge power bed, all our entertainment centers, all our TVs, everything made it here. Nothing is scratched. Nothing got dented. None of our freshly painted new walls have scratches. They didn't ding up the floor. Nothing they did a fantastic job. So everything got brought in the house, which is mostly all the furniture and everything's in the house. And 90% of what I own is through that door and through the other door, which leads to the garage. 
And right now I have a two-car garage full of 40-some-odd long boxes of comics and about, I guess, somewhere between 90 and 110 other boxes that are mainly filled with books and DVDs and Funko Pops. And so I have a lot of shit to do. Yeah. Uh, this is literally, I rent a cable because we only have, we got one modem put in and, and uh, the way our the company we went through does it, you have to have a phone line in the room with your modem. So we didn't want it in the kitchen. So the other option was to have the modem in the master bedroom upstairs, which kind of works because the girlfriend's working from home from her office. So I just ran an Ethernet cable across the hallway into her computer. She could work on Friday every, or on Thursday. Everything was fine. But then I now had to run a 50-foot cable from the master bedroom down the staircase across the kitchen into the den and behind my computer to then be able to stream this now. And eventually that cable has to be fucking moved because – Otherwise, I'm going to like clip my head on it trying to walk through the mm -hmm. kitchen. I'm going to clothesline myself. But yeah, so we got everything started. I spent roughly two hours yesterday figuring out how to put bookcases and my art desk in here. But yeah, I now have a podcast studio that basically is my computer desk set up. I got a bookcase over here. I got my 50-inch TV and my PlayStation Entertainment Center over here. And then along the back wall, I've got four more bookcases, my art desk, the big giant gray thing. is Actually, it's a bookcase thing that's designed we have two of them it's actually designed to hold up a twin bed it came with a set of stairs and it's actually for a kid's bed it's like the base is like this yeah that's supposed to be like the bottom of a kid's bed but i just turned them into bookcases and i got two of them for 50 bucks so and they're actual wood so it's fucking awesome but yeah so i gotta get my art desk set up get everything set up and then yeah open just opening up boxes today boxes of dvds and boxes of pops and at some point, I have to find there's a little baggie somewhere that has about 40 little pieces of metal that hold up all the shelves for my DVD cases. I found one of those baggies yesterday. I don't know where the other one is. You didn't so, put them together. I thought they were. I thought they were all in the same bag. You so, fired. Yeah, I, I got half the shelves up on my DVD cases. Uh -huh. that, yeah, I think you can see like one DVD sitting there. Yeah, so there's shelves on that one. But yeah, the, the other like 15, 16 shelves are sitting over on the floor. And yeah, I will get to that eventually. Other than that, we took a little tiny bit of time last night just because we were exhausted. Because uh, also, Home Depot fucked up. Fuck them. They, they suck at everything. The actual installers they sent did great work. But they didn't measure the room under our staircase when we told them every floor except the bathroom laundry room was being replaced. So through the laundry room, through the small half bath that's down here, there is an under the stair room that's, you know, maybe like, Nine, nine, ten foot by four foot. No, not very big. It's the Harry Potter room. You live under the stairs. You know, it's a little thing. It's where the crawl space is. But they didn't fucking bring carpet or anything for that. So I went and bought carpet and went and bought padding. And lovingly at Lowe's found a gray carpet called Storm Cloud, which is the same color of the paint in my room. It's also called Storm Cloud. So just happened to find the same color name, which I thought was kind of cool. But I had a buddy from work, from UPS, who used to be a carpet installer. That was his career for like 40 years. And now he works at UPS basically just to have insurance for his kids. But he came, brought his son, and they installed the carpet remnant and the pad that I bought yesterday. So that room is now carpeted. And uh, the girlfriend took all of our Legos and put them in there. So that is our Lego storage room right now. And right now it looks like, it looks like the goddamn storage room at the Lego store at Disney. There's a lot of boxes in there. We have a lot of Legos. And I mean a lot of Legos to get through. So once we're done unpacking and putting everything where it needs to be and getting the whole house set up, we've probably got the next three years worth of Lego projects for us to work on. 
And that's if we don't buy any more in the meantime. Nice. So, yeah, so we got, uh, and the new couch was also delivered yesterday. And then my buddy came and helped me move bookcases. So everything pretty much got done. So today it's just us in the house, putting stuff away, figuring out where stuff goes, moving stuff around, and just figuring out how to use the space we have. Because, yeah, the the bathrooms are all tiny as shit. There's no storage anywhere. And it's the first... We didn't realize until like the the first we were here. Our kitchen, every drawer in the kitchen is only this wide. We don't have like that set of drawers that you know are wide enough to put an entire silverware tray in. So we're like, wow, there is no fucking room in this kitchen. So it's just one of those little, you know, little things you don't even notice until you actually are living somewhere. It's like, oh hey, we don't have that thing that we're used to everywhere we've lived before. Yeah. And so now we're just figuring all that shit out. But other than that, we did take a little bit of time last night. We hooked up both playstations. We both got uh, our games and everything updated, and we both bought Michaela for the DLC for the new uh, Hour of the Witch on DVD, and we got, I actually bought a, a Pinhead as well. I hadn't bought either of those yet, so I just dropped 10 bucks last night, bought Pinhead, and bought Michaela. I had a, just shy of a million blood points. I started spending them last night. I got her up to like level 25 or something, then played one match, and then we called it a night and went to bed, just because... We're fucking exhausted. I spent the last week basically moving stuff here in the morning, getting up at 7 a.m. to come let painters in or someone doing this, that, or the other thing at the house, and then you know going to work every afternoon. And yeah, this week I have off, so I've been here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and all of next week is just going to be unpacking and putting stuff away. So that's what I've been getting into, what I will be getting into, and what I'll be getting into for the foreseeable future. Except now at least I've got some DVDs, so maybe I'll put a movie on today while I'm unpacking boxes. <laughs> See, I'll I'm, go next. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. <laughs> I'll go next. Pretty simple. Been playing some Metroid Dread on the Switch. Been having fun with that. I haven't put it. I've only got like three hours into it right now. Maybe four because I've been taking my time. But typical Metroid game in which you're having to backtrack a lot. And Is this a... 3D first person no. shooter or is this one That's side prime. scrolling? Side scrolling. This one's side scrolling. Okay. Side scrolling. The prime well, I know they've done first person. Yeah. I just know they've done both with Metroid, so I wasn't sure if the new one which which style it was. So Metroid Prime 4 is still supposed to come out at some point. We don't know when, but that's the next first person shooter version of it. Okay. Nice. I mean, it's I've only had Metroid it pre-ordered for five, 3 years. Right? <laughs> Sorry, what, yeah, what is it? What Metroid is it? Grand Theft Auto 6? Like Metroid 5, isn't it? Yeah. There's one on the original Nintendo, the one on the Game Boy, The Return of Samus, Super Metroid, and then Fusion. There, and then Dread. Right? Correct. I don't know. I've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, please, if you're a Metroid fan, go buy it, play it, because it's pain in the butt to get more Metroid games, because they always say they never sell enough of them, and then you've already got publications on the internet whose name I won't mention that talk about, hey... The piracy folks already figured out how to pirate Metroid uh, Dread, so you can play it on your emulators. And really, I can't and hear you. Bachman is gone. I say that Mike, game. Oh, there you are. Yeah, that game you that you want that you can't get. We already have it. Right. It's ridiculous. Don't pirate games. That's how we make sure you don't get more games because they don't make the money to justify making another game again, especially if it's a series that Nintendo doesn't make often because they feel like they don't make enough money off of it. Metroid let's, is let's fun. Be honest. I love don't it, but it's not anything. Mario. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not Mario. It's not a guaranteed. But yeah, no, let's be honest. Don't pirate anything. I don't disagree. People that make stuff pay for it. That's how you get more of the stuff that they make. The stuff that you like, pay for it. Yeah. So I've been playing that. That's been fun. Got caught up on some professional wrestling stuff. Got caught up on what we do in the shadows. 
and I've been dealing with my bank a lot because I told these guys post show last week, but my bank account got compromised. So I was working to get my money back and also get my credit card that they also compromised back under order. And they reissued me a new credit card like two weeks ago at this point in time. And there's someone that has just now decided to start charging the old number. So I got a bunch of transactions that showed up in my bank app as declined because the number doesn't exist anymore. And I was going, man, they waited a while to try and do that. But evidently, I went to Chipotle three times yesterday and to Panera Bread. You're all about a bread bowl and a burrito, ain't you? Evidently. And I only left the house for <laughs> 20 minutes yesterday to go to CVS to go get a shot. So I really could not have hit up all those places in that amount of time. So it's fun. It's interesting. driving around. Uh, this is just, I guess, your friendly reminder of, hey, uh, keep on top of your bank statements and set up alerts on things so that if, you, if there's a certain X amount of money that goes out, you get your text messages from your bank so you can call them and be like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Why did mm-hmm. someone drain my entire account? Because it wasn't me and things like that. Just be careful. Keep an eye on those things. And it did make me decide to go and change how my alerts work. And it's probably overly alerty in the short term. But if there's something that's more than like a $200 charge on any of my accounts I have right now or $200 change, there's a text message that goes to my phone immediately at this point in time. Shit. If I was you at this point, I'd have that thing set to 50 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I check it about every two or three days at this point in time right now to see what's going on because Fair I'm enough. overly concerned about what's going on. And uh, thankfully, I got all my money back. I was able nice. to shuffle funds around so that for those that are following the story of the stupid things going on in Chris's life, I had a water leak like two months ago and I finally got to the point where my insurance paid out for it. And as soon as insurance paid out for it, of course, my account got compromised and that money taken. <laughs> But I should also mention I had written a check to the construction folks that were going to be doing that work for me to put the deposit down to have them start doing the work. And I was going, oh, shit, it's taking me this long to get the work started. Am I going to have to call them and be like, hey, don't cash that check for two days? Thankfully not, because I was able to shuffle money around between a couple other accounts. But it has also given me the thought of, hmm, I might want to also open just just a backup account in a local bank here that all it's there for is to hold some money in case something bad happens again so that I can be able to shuffle to a different place. Because in theory, I bank with one bank. They could have drained all of my accounts and I would have been really screwed. I would have had a credit card that worked when it was all said and done. Yeah, that would have sucked. It's okay at the beginning of the month or mid-month when that happens, but when we get to the end of the month where I have to pay my mortgage and things like that, can't pay that with a credit card. Can't pay my credit card bills with a credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you can, you know, Robin Peter to pay Paul, but it gets a little tough. Right. So, so the thought there was, I I shall not be doing that. So all of that is back in line. It's a huge sense of relief on my mind right now. So at this point in time, I'm just kind of like, okay, now I got to figure out all the other things I need to do in life, which is have the construction folks come in to do the construction of my house. That'll likely take two different teams based off the two different rooms of stuff that need to be done. Figure out when that's going to happen. I've, I've got real life stuff I need to figure out so that then I can put my dining room back together, put my bathroom back together, clean my house properly, stuff like that. And I've got people coming in and out. pours. I know, right? And then at least, right. yeah, go ahead. I'm going to need you to find out where these people are. I'll go out and I'll beat their ass. Right. You're talking gotta, to I, the real American hero. <laughs> I got a couple of baseball bats in the garage. I got my bow staffs out to where I can reach them again. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we can take some, st- we can do a stick party with them. I mean, the important thing is I got paid back and it took about a week basically to get the money put back into my account because they tried recalling it and go figure they weren't able to recall it from the bank that was it was wired to. I didn't expect <laughs> they would be able to. 
but yeah, that's shocking. what had slowed the process. And then they only work on business days. So I was unable to have any progress get done on the Friday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday days. So I didn't find out till like Wednesday, I think of this week that, yeah, this Ooh, is done. Yikes. It was a pain in the ass because I couldn't get a hold of anyone that knew what was going on. And I just get a message in my account. We have a review on your fraud alert. Please give us a call. And I'm like, why don't you tell me in this message what my fraud alert is so I can know whether <laughs> no I'm shit. getting ready to fight with you or be like, oh, thank God you gave me my money back. That's probably why they didn't want to put anything in there. It's like, eh, just call us. We have information for you. It's like the doctor. They can't tell you news yeah. about your cancer over Look, the message. So you have to call in to find out, do you have cancer? Do am I do, do I need to be sad? Do I need to cry? What's going on? Look, I'll be honest. I sometimes, uh, just like many people, I have anxiety issues. We all do from time to time. That was one of the biggest spikes of anxiety was number one, when this all went out of my account as I was dealing with getting it taken care of. And then I sort of calmed down for a little bit. And then over the weekend, it was shitty because all I could think about was, oh my God, worst case scenario. What if I don't get this back? The worst part of it all was the anxiety I got, which was, we have your results. Call us to find out. And I was sitting there, I was going, <laughs> I was going what am I going to do if they're like, F you, we're not giving you your money back. You should have, you should have done yeah. something different. I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, I know legally I should get it back because of insurance. I should get it back and things like yeah. that. But the mind spirals to that terrible point of what, in, what happens in worst case yeah. scenario? And I was like, worst case scenario is I'm really fucked. <laughs> yeah. If, the, if their answer is eat it. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, well, then what the fuck what do I do dick. now? Shit. Yeah. Eat a yeah. dick? Yeah. So, eat a big old dick or we're keeping your money. This so that was made of nothing but dicks. I'd gladly eat every single last one of them. Yeah, that freedom. got taken care of. Freedom. Which was, which was the important thing. And then I felt good that that was taken care of. So when they uh, released the Pixel 6s, I put in my pre-order for a Pixel 6 Pro. So I'll be getting a new cell phone. Okay. How much nice. is that just to buy it outright? Uh, if you buy it outright, the Pro version is 900 The regular version is... Mm, well, it's still cheaper than the iPhone I bought last yeah. year. I guess for pretty much a you know a supercomputer, why not? But that's the, basically the cool a laptop thing, in your pocket. So the cool thing that Google did this year is they did what they call as their Pixel Pass service. Now there's an Apple equivalent to this service, but basically it allows you to bundle up uh, your phone, YouTube Premium, YouTube Music, the accidental damage protection coverage for two years, and a 200 gigabyte Google One plan, and I think something else I'm missing for a monthly payment. And since I was also pivoting to Google five for my cell phone coverage, I would also get $5 off a month on my bill. So I did their pixel pass service, which is for 24 months, I pay $65 a month for my phone and all of those services, which I didn't feel was an unfair deal because I was subscribed to all of those services separately as it was. Plus it also gave me the accidental damage and theft protection for my phone. So yeah, that's what I did. Signed up for that, and I'll be flipping my number over to Google Fi when that arrives. It's supposed to come either Friday or Saturday next week. So then I'll be leaving the AT&T house finally, and I guess I'll have to decide whether I want to subscribe to HBO Max then because it was part of my AT&T subscription. Oh, yeah, so you won't get it for free anymore? Yeah, but I'll still be, because I work from home right now, it didn't really make sense the data plan I had, so I went to a Google Fi plan, which is I pay $10 per gigabyte I use, I checked last month in which I went out and ran a few errands and listened to music and stuff. I'd used 800 megs of data. <laughs> yeah, so, you, hadn't used, you hadn't used a gig. So my plan is 15 bucks a month for unlimited voice and text and then $10 per gig. Plus I get five, well, excuse me, $20 for that. But I have the $5 discount. So my cell phone bill right now, the AT&T is like 88 bucks a month, including HBO Max. Since I'm working from home and not using internet on my phone other than Wi-Fi, my cell phone bill is going to be like 35 bucks. 
at yeah, max that's, for somewhere between that's a 20 hell to 30 of a, bucks. Yeah, that's a nice discount. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense for me to be on Unlimited. And if I start going back into the office again, I'll just turn on their Unlimited plan, which is like 45 bucks a month, I think is what it is. So not terrible. And for those that are unaware of what Google Fi is, it's Google's service that uses Sprint, T-Mobile, and U.S. Cellular cell phone towers and switches between them and Wi-Fi. For- it's pretty cool. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go and try it out. So, yeah, I'll be doing that. And by the time we have this show next week, I'll have the new phone. And I, if anyone wants to hear about it, I can talk about it on the show. But that's what I've been getting into. Mr. Willie D. Nelson, why don't you finish things up for us? Because we know you don't like to wrap things up for us. <laughs> If I don't like it, why are you making me do it? I said finish, not wrap. Yeah, oh. we know you like to finish. You just Ew. don't like to wrap. I said finish Ew. things up, not wrap things up. Ew <laughs> is correct. Oh, I was saying O O H H O. But uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess you guys already saw it. I got a new kitty. Bing, bang, boom. It was here. It was right here. Now it's not here. It's doing whatever. Whatever cats it wants do. to do. Yeah. I brought it home and uh, it like to it, it still likes to go to its one little hiding spot and I finally found it. It was somewhere in this against this wall right here. Somewhere I knew it was somewhere behind this couch or behind the armchair I have over here. It was somewhere. I don't know where, because I looked back behind this couch, couldn't see it, looked behind everything, couldn't find, looked under the table. And I finally found it yesterday. I pull, I leaned the uh, armchair forward. It was somehow found a way to get underneath the armchair. Safe spot. Cats love their safe spots. Yeah. yeah I mean, if I sit in the armchair, it, it, I, like, it doesn't sink enough to like, you know, go into it at all. I mean, that'd be kind of weird if it did, but, um, but my new kitty is named amulet. And it's a calico. I don't know breeds or anything. I just heard the term calico. I was like, Oh yeah, I've heard that before. I remember that. But her name is Amulet. Just got a scratch and post, which I was so happy that she actually used a bit, or a whole like a little, you know, a little scratching post, you know, thing to sit on. Cat tower. That's what it's called. Cat tower. Gotcha. It finally came in yesterday. It wasn't supposed to come until today, but they zoomed it a little bit ahead. And I'm actually, I'm happy it's using it. it just yep. needs to use the scratch post part of it instead of the other shit. <laughs> that's gonna be the toughest thing is if they like to scratch get them to use the scratcher but yeah it's been a great kitty it's been an awesome kitty it's doing its thing its own uh it's doing its own thing you know, roaming around stuff a lot but it also does come up here when i'm sitting here watching tv or playing games and it'll lay right beside me and like just snuggle up on me and it'll sleep like that for a little bit yeah, it's been the best that's cool kitty you're doing awesome and also, I love the name I came. Uh, I, I found. Yeah, I, I found the amulet. Slow. I was like, I really like that name. When are you getting the kitty a friend? When are you getting? Okay, you one? need to slow it down, there, motherfucker. <laughs> Hold on, this took a lot. You you're trying to throw an instant throw role. something else in there. Yes, I yeah. am exactly that. It ain't gonna happen anytime soon. So next week. Yeah, I got a young uh, cat. It's not. It wasn't a kitten, of course, because I don't think I want to jump in as my first pet as. With straight up a kitten, kitten, yeah, a newborn kitten, because I don't want to, because I don't know enough, and I don't want to fuck up. So I got a young cat, it's, uh, estimated to be about ten years old. Okay. Um, yeah, it, uh, found out it was like just put into the animal shelter the day before I went to go look at all the cats because their uh, its previous owner passed away. That's sad. 
So, yeah, so uh, it was taken to the animal shelter. And uh, I was there the next day, and I said, well, I like you. Its name was Princess, but, uh, yeah, I'm not using that. You're your amulet. It's so much better. That's fair. The yeah, I was like, it's amulet. October? Needed something a little bit spooky. Amulet's spooky enough, right? I see. We thought right. you were going to call her Michaela. No, no, I love Michaela, the character on Dead by Daylight. I, that's probably going to be my new main. I've already uh, got to prestige it one procedure once. Uh, nice. So I, I'm just working on that. I had over a million blood points. All hey, Janet, perks Janet are played three or four matches last night, and the first thing she did once she realized how good clairvoyance is as a perk, she gave it to really? her two main characters that she uses. She loves using the clairvoyance perk. I love you the brings. You break a totem, and it basically gives you a map for the entire map it's, for nine uh, seconds. Detect like, punch. Yeah, bas- I mean, yeah. But you can control when you see it, so it's kind of nice. And it resets every time you break a totem. So, I mean, technically, if you did all, if you break all five in a match, you get 45 seconds to be able to see everything. Right. There you go. Like, that's not bad. That's cool. Amulet. She's like, that's what are you like doing? I just wanted to chill. To, yeah. Cat Doesn't, amulet. Oh. You're actually all right. Okay, yeah, yeah, you went down. Yeah, it doesn't like to be picked up. Which, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like to be picked up. That's all right by me. But likes to be around me, so I like that. Thank yeah, you for wanting to be around me. I did get it a pickle <laughs> toy that like uh, it has like a little motor that wiggles the bottom if you turn it on. Yeah, we've got a fish by like USB-C. that. Yeah, mm. didn't give two fucks about it. You got to find the right <laughs> toys for the right cats. Like we, yeah, we've had three in the house now, and I was in, hoping. In fact, in fact, if you bought that wiggle thing. What box did it come in? Yeah, right. Because the cat might like that better than the wiggle thing. That oh, you an Amazon box. Yeah. Hey, so give her put, the box. leave yeah. the Amazon box open and see if she wants to play in the box. Not really. I've no? tried. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like the cat tower. Uh, got to use it last night because it came in late last night around, not late, but around like uh, just before eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there putting together because I always love putting stuff together like that. I uh, went to Ikea yesterday after our show stopped. Went there Monday with a friend because I was already out of town in Charlotte, and that's where the closest Ikea is. I did get a new floor mat or a welcome mat. Love it. It's just like the colors of it. It's not it doesn't say welcome. It's just like a color design type thing. I love it. Fucking mwah. this whole week's been good. It's been a good week. Also, I had a birthday this week. Happy I birthday. forgot about Will. that. Yeah, I completely forgot that I had a birthday. Happy huh. birthday to the youngest among us. We're at that age now where birthdays are just another day, really. You get some cake if you're lucky. Oh, my buddy, uh, he, my buddy got me a, uh, uh, he asked me what was the, my favorite type of cake, and there's only one answer, cookie cake. Oh, no, it's marble cake. Ice cream cake? Cookie cake. Marble cake. Cookie cake. Ice cream marble. cake? Cookie cake. Here, marble. let me uh, grab my microphone with the kitties. Mess with a little bit, so I'll just, uh, yeah, you forgot, yeah, you forgot how long ago I've been Bob Barker in it, used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the cat doesn't mess with it. But um, what else? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Dead by Daylight, and Michaela. Ah, love all of the boons, even though the one boon you can't use right now. Yeah. Although I did, after it was out, I did play a match, and I was like, I was in a boon area. I thought another Michaela like, uh, put out a boon, and just another one to hide your scratch marks. Yeah. No, I was. It gave me an option to heal myself. I was like, oh, I thought you couldn't do that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Someone, someone messed up here. I don't know how they did it. If they hacked it or so, did some kind of way to well, strange think, way to get on in there. Day one, the perk was working because this was the next day. This was the next. Okay, because yeah, because Janet Wednesday, got the adept. Like, huh. 
she got the adept on Michaela already. She was able to get it in and get a match and escape during the first day when all the perks were working. Oh, yeah, I got adept on the first day. I still do not. I didn't play her till she was um, already, like, almost level 50 because I had over a million blood points. Uh, so I was, like, going through. I just didn't care, yeah. And I wasted a bunch of stuff I had on her already on, like, day two or three. It's like, yep, we're just prestiging her right now. Yeah, I just, just want to get through it as fast as possible so I can actually keep some of those like those new seeds that are there. I forget what they're called. Yeah, the, the Halloween seeds. seeds. Yeah, whatever yeah. they're called. The pump they look like pumpkin seeds, but they yeah, call pumpkin them seeds. Different. But yeah, corrupted generators and corrupted hooks. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, and uh, I'm ha- I think one of my uh, in the new tome, one of my challenges might be messed up to get the purple glyph because. I've been through a lot of matches. I haven't seen no fucking purple. Does it move or something? Because it says something about it leaves an ooze trail behind it. I thought it just like after you solve it, you leave an ooze trail behind you. I thought that's what it meant. Hmm. But I don't know. I haven't seen the purple it yet. glyphs yet, so I don't know. I still haven't finished the last one where you had to hit the yellow glyph three times or four times. Yeah, I still haven't finished oh, yeah. that one. I did that I one. I never I even got like to the, the purple glyph. glyphs. The yellow glyphs are not bad. I'm, I'm more excited now because I was telling Chris in the pre-show in the first match I played last night, uh, like hopped in a match, started working on a generator, and I hit five great skill checks in a row the first match I was playing because, hey, I have a better internet signal. And that was still on Wi-Fi. Like, there was no hard line to the PlayStation. I hit five great skill checks in a row because I'm hitting the button and it's the game is responding because yeah. we're not in an apartment complex anymore. <laughs> I will say, uh, to make this uh, close it out a little bit, uh, I, of course, watched two of some staple yearly uh, Halloween movies. Uh, first one being Trick or Treat, because that's yes. just a great one. That is just a fantastic one. Although Man, I gave that house. suggestion to one of my buddies, and he said he didn't like it. I was like, they turned it off. I was like, well, he's well, wrong. You just got no fucking taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're wrong. They're they're okay to. I mean, they're allowed to be wrong. But I mean, if wrong. you like the movie Idle Hands, which is a great horror movie of itself too, then you would like yeah. this. And I know he likes that movie. So why did what the fuck's wrong with so you? But whatever. They have lying. similar feels to the movie. Not like they definitely. Yeah. Treat, but it has the same feel as you're watching, like like a similar room. Like this room's different than the other room, but it has the same feel to it. That makes sense to you. It's it's intangible. Something, you can, but um, and also the final girls I watched again because that's always a great movie too. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a good. one. It's a little bit more heartfelt than horror, but uh, it is because the whole mother daughter thing. Yeah, as I'm yeah as I'm opening DVDs today, I'll be finding some horror movies and popping them on the. The Blu-ray player. I'm sorry. We need oh. we need horror movies today for to get into the spooky season. We do have uh, three lights out in front of the house, the two garage lights, and the, the light controlled in the it's in a post in our yard by the HOA. All three have been replaced and now have uh, LED color changing bulbs in them, nice. and I've turned them all to purple. So we have one of the only houses with colored lights in the neighborhood. I have a giant purple spider web up and a huge like six foot spider coming off the front of the yeah. house. White spider webs above our doorway, and uh, Jana got us an awesome giant sign that says "Trick or Treat" with two pumpkins on it that all lights up. And I zip tied that to a pallet, and so it's laying against the front of the house. Next year, I'm going to actually paint it up to look like a Dead by Daylight pallet. But this year, that's just what we were able to do, like as we were moving in, because we had a little bit of time before we could actually get in the house. I was like, "Well, I'll work on some of the outside stuff." Yeah, so we have one of the most decorated houses in the neighborhood for the year that I basically didn't have time to do anything. So next year it is fucking on. It's on. 
Yeah. Oh, well, and uh, we have Sam on a door wrap wrapped around our door. So we have a bloody Sam standing there and our door has him like the bloody scrawled writing across our front door right now. Cool. It looks awesome. And I will say this. Uh, you need to tell Jana if she's going to be playing Dead by Daylight and she sees me on, she could fucking invite me. <laughs> All right. I'll let her know. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, she was playing. Last night. I was playing last night, too. <laughs> Uh, and all fairness, we, were we were literally playing, like hopping on, playing one match, and then going and doing something, moving a couch, moving a box, something. And yeah, so we weren't like playing straight through a lot. So it was just when we could get a moment to kind of relax. This isn't I just didn't. about last night. This is oh, overall. I know, I know. I'll let her know, including you when you're playing, motherfucker. I usually Damn. play killer. That's why I don't send anybody an invite. I'm I still calling you out. <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, I'll let her know. I'll let her know. But, Willie wants to get some matches in. You're good. I'm in. That's all I've been in. There's probably more, but I can't think of anything. You know, my memory's terrible. So, uh, Micro Machines is out. Let's go. <laughs> That's fair. And I want to get to play some Back for Blood. I haven't had really much of a chance to do it, but for real quick yeah. in passing. So, I'll be trying that again. I played the beta, but haven't played the game itself since it hit. Oh, yeah, because it released. Okay, so you haven't played it since it got released. I'm just wondering yeah. if it was if they fixed like the kind of somewhat clunkiness to the controls. I'm not sure, but I'm looking yeah. forward to picking it up and giving it a try again. Because just... the rest of that game, it looked good and it played well. It just it felt I don't know why on the PlayStation it just felt a little clunky. Yeah, I just haven't had a chance to get to it. So hopefully, things have calmed down again. Start playing some of that again. Mm. We'll Ooh, see. And I I signed up for the beta for VHS. I'm hoping that I get into that one. Is that? That's no. the first game that might actually challenge behavior and Dead by Daylight gets an asymmetrical horror where monsters from VHS tapes attack teenagers and it's four versus one and cool. the teenagers create weapons to kill the monsters. But it's actually based yes. in the idea that they're all off of a VHS tape because like when the monster hits the teenager, they turn into static and like whips of like VHS tape. That's cool. So man. it's a really cool effect. And like the team has been... um. Why can I not think? It's Hellbent Games, and they've been put up a bunch of videos. So yeah, if you look up Hellbent Games VHS on YouTube, there's a ton of videos. They've been showing the character designers and the level designers playing the games. But yeah, it looks like the first game that might really challenge Dead by Daylight, especially since, uh, sadly, at the start, it's only going to be Steam only. It's only on PC, but it is a free-to-play game. The day it nice. comes out, it is free Everything that they make money on will be cosmetics in store, like, you know, just like DVD where it doesn't change the gameplay. It's just cosmetics. But, yeah, it's literally based on the idea that, like, a cursed video store releases monsters that tries to kill teenagers. So instead of killers versus survivors, it's monsters versus teenagers. There is also another game I heard that's sim play similarly too with the asymmetrical. Um, it What was it called? Prop Night or something? It's like prop hunts with like uh, Dead by Daylight type stuff going on. Okay. Where, where the survivors can hide as props. Interesting. Huh. All right. I, yeah, did, so I didn't there, see much on it, but I remember There's, there's games out there. They're, they're coming. They're trying to take down right. who is, I mean, still basically the king at this point, behavior. But, you know, behavior just keeps fucking up. So I'll be honest. I'm really looking forward to a game that can fucking go toe to toe with them. They need direct competition. And I'm, I'm really hoping VHS is it because it looks really good. On that note, though, everyone, thank you for joining us live. Oh. This has been an extended edition because we had a lot of stuff to cover. So thank you for joining us. This podcast will be up later in the week. I know I'm behind on getting edited podcasts out. So my apologies. The schedule should return back to normal here now that life is sort of returning back to normal. It's been and change our name to all behind on everything. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> the been, podcast. It's been. <laughs> I like that title because I like that behind. Oh, yeah, dear. well, you ain't the only one. No oh, dear. Friendly reminder: when technology works for us properly, we do stream this live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at www.geeks.live or www.nerds.live. Both redirect our live page because. I want to own a name like Steven had, so I went and bought it myself. Hell yeah. Nerds.live exists. I might turn it into something else for another project one day. Who knows? But for now, it redirects to our live page. So please come join us live Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern. I don't think I had anything else. You guys have any final thoughts you want to share with the audience before we shut things? Congrats to David Peepos and crew. And yeah, behind me every week, it'll get better. Lots of work to do. Amulet is a better kitty than your kitty. Them's fighting words. I got two kitties here. Show shit talking to the Let's go. Audience. Come on. Them's fighting words. I'm fine with it because I don't have a kitty. You There's have a one cat that lives, lives in, in my house. house. Yeah, you have a cat I, then. I don't have a kitty. No, you have a cat then. <laughs> yeah, our cat's hiding place when we moved in was behind my clothes in our closet in the master bedroom for the first two days. Yeah, even though it's still a kitty because it's not even a year old yet. Our cats are one is almost two, the other I think is three or four. We're not sure because they're rescues. Hmm. But both were on the mean streets before they got rescued. <laughs> From the streets. From the streets, yo. Yeah, the streets of West Virginia. Clip, we got meth in our system. Probably. Oh, God. He's not cats. wrong, man. <laughs> it's West Virginia. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of meth here. It's Fair like enough. Nebraska. Of course there's meth. Because what else Fair you got? Enough. Fair enough. There's yeah, we got that here. It's called Garden City. <laughs> Look at Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, though. Nobody wants to hear us talk about meth or anything like that, so we are about to shut down the stream. We will see you all next week for another installment of our typical horseshit shenanigans. On that note, thank you for joining us, and see you next week. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Oh, and then it came back right at the end.